Let's start. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 7 of Solnits, the Solarian Clan podcast. This episode, we're going to be discussing Lumina and whatever takes our fancy. This week, I am joined by Soren42. Soren, that's, that's your me. Cue. That's me. <laughs> and Alphonse. Hello. I am your host, Geo, and later today, we're going to be having Dupe join us once he becomes available. Uh, before that, Soren, why don't you go ahead and uh, take it away? Sounds good. Well, this is our seventh episode of Soul Notes, and we're recording on Bungie Day, July 7th. So happy Bungie Day, everyone. So episode seven being recorded on 7-7. So excited about that. Um, and for those of you who are new to Destiny or new to our community or new to Bungie games, Bungie's big about the number seven in their lore and in their games, and they tend to focus on it. Uh, so every year on July 7th, they do a big celebration. This year, as they usually do, if you go to bungiestore.com and uh, purchase anything, there's a unique emblem available. Uh, also, a ton of items are 50% off, but I will say that at the time we're recording this, um, a lot of the 50% off items were sold out. Um, the sale does go for about a week, though. So they will likely restock them during the week if you're interested in getting that emblem uh, or getting a, a discount on a Shadowkeep t-shirt or a, a Moon Expedition t-shirt or anything else on the store. This is the week to do it. I was really impressed, though, that this year Bungie also decided to do a cross-promotion with their charitable foundation, um, with their iPads for, uh, for Kids program. Uh, where they provide uh, fully loaded uh, iPads fully loaded with games to uh, children who are seriously ill or in, in the hospital. If you donate uh, $50 or more to that charity today, uh, you will receive the Sign of the City emblem as well, which is a, a unique emblem that's uh, kind of neat looking. So that's Bungie Day for those of you who uh, don't know or haven't seen. Let's move on to our clan. And unlike the last two episodes, I have uh, some significant uh, clan updates to provide this week. Uh, just uh, a lot of different things going on as, you know, Season of Opulence really gets underway. And um, some things are finishing up and some things are just getting ready to launch. So let's start with the recruiting drive. We... Intentionally, unintentionally, depends on who you ask. Extended our uh, Season of Opulence recruiting drive for an extra week this time. Um, and we, we really did that because we opened up some new expansion clans uh, to accommodate the new members that joined us. And we wanted to make sure that we left our advertising and promotions out there long enough that we could recruit enough new players into those new clans that there weren't just, you know, 10 people in a clan or, or whatever, uh, so that there was enough people to earn experience, get engrams, and, and people had other 
clan members specifically, not just community members on their platform to play with. Um, but since this is the last week of the drive, it will finish up on Tuesday, the 9th. Um, I want to go ahead and give, uh, give everyone some numbers from this campaign. This has been by far our most successful campaign. We started it out, uh, and again, this was a change for this, this campaign. We started it out a week before the season began so that we could recruit existing Destiny 2 players who were looking for a new community or a new clan to run this new content with uh, and get them in instead of waiting till the day the content came out and launching that at, at that point. So in total, we have picked up 420 new clan members as of the 7th. Hey. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. That's almost twice as much uh, as any other uh, membership drive before this. And the breakdown looks like 130 or so members on PC, 160 members on PS4, and 130 members on Xbox. So that brings us to a total of 901 clan members, about 350 on PC, about 340 on PS4, and uh, 215 on Xbox. Um, Xbox has seen some really successful growth during this recruiting drive, and we really made an effort to pick up new Xbox community members to the point now that we have three Xbox clans. Heck, we have a total of 12 in-game clans now uh, that we are currently populating. So, uh, and we'll talk a little bit more about those in, in one of the later updates I need to provide. But next, let's talk about our community, our Discord. Our Discord crossed a major milestone uh, this week in that we now have over a thousand community members. Uh, for those of you in our community, you may have noticed that you can no longer see players who are offline uh, on the Discord anymore. And that's because once cross over a thousand members, Discord no longer displays the offline members. It only displays members who are online. So uh, that is why that change happened. And while we're talking about the Discord, um, something people have asked me about is uh, Nitro Boosting. Uh, or the Solarian supporter role uh, that goes along with it. Uh, some of you may have noticed that some community members have little pink diamonds beside their names or have a role of Solarian supporter. Uh, and you may have noticed that we have more than the, the default number of um, emotes available on our server. That is because Discord started something new for people who are Discord Nitro members, which is their subscription service, you can pick one server that you're a member of and boost it. Sort of like giving the server a membership, if you will. Um, the more people that boost the server, uh, the more perks get unlocked for the server. We are currently boosted at level one. We have four people that have uh, boosted us. And the next tier is uh, when we get to 10 people. Um, However, if you are a Discord Nitro member uh, on our server and you're thinking about boosting us, we do have some perks for those uh, players that decide to do so. 
Uh, I mentioned the Solarian supporter role. That happens automatically. You get that. Uh, and your username, assuming you're not a member of our leadership team, a, uh, a captain or a guide, uh, will change color to the pink that the little diamond is as well. Um, additionally, you'll be able to use emotes from other servers on our server, which uh, in our general chat and uh, our LSG chats and whatnot is blocked uh, for the average person. Uh, if you boost our server, you will be able to use those in, in those channels. Um, finally, if you boost our server, you will get to pick two custom emotes of your choice within reason. We don't want anything obscene or completely inappropriate, but you can pick two custom emotes that will get installed uh, on the community Discord. Um, and you can either obtain those from the internet and, and provide them to me and I'll upload them. You can refer me to another server and obtain them from there. Uh, or if you just have an idea and you want me to make something that matches your idea, I'm willing to do that too. So um, those are the benefits for anyone who decides to boost our server with their Discord Nitro membership. Next big thing everybody's been asking me about is our Season of Opulence PvP tournament. The Solid Gold tournament was announced uh, a little over a week ago. Uh, registration will open for the Solid Gold tournament on the 12th, which is this coming Friday, uh, July 12th. The, rule, the official rules will go out and the registration will open on that day. Registration will run for two weeks, and uh, we've, we're making some big changes to the way we're doing our, our tournament this time. Um, basically, in reaction to some of the challenges we had last season uh, with such a large group. So first of all, and on a very positive note, this will be the first planned tournament that's run by our in-house built tournament software. So all of the registration, all of the leaderboards, all of the tracking will be done on our website. Um, so it will be, you know, real-time updated. Uh, should be pretty easy to use, but this is going to be uh, the first time we're, we're really using it. So there will be some, uh, I'm sure, some growing pains there. But I think we've got everything set up so that uh, it, it'll be much smoother. Second, uh, next big change is this tournament is going to be much shorter than previous tournaments. This one will only run for six weeks. Um, and judging by the interest level and the turnout from last time, um, I expect that we're going to have a lot of people participating. Um, so what we're doing is we're saying that this, will, this tournament will only have scheduled matches. There will not be ad hoc matches. However, uh, there will be scheduled matches available so that they line up with all of the major time zones that tournament participants are. Um, and we will vary uh, the day and time that the scheduled matches are, are set up for uh, so that everybody has an opportunity to participate. Additionally, this tournament will not feature any week's where the loadout rules will be anything goes or heavy prohibited. Every week of, the, of this tournament, all six of them, will feature 
a curated loadout. Um, and what that means for those of you who have not participated in our tournament means that every player will have to have, for example, a pulse rifle as their primary and a fusion rifle as their energy. Um, you know, something like that. We'll say this weapon class and this weapon and this weapon class. Sometimes there'll be a heavy that you're permitted to use. Sometimes there won't be. Um, but that'll change from week to week. Every player in all the matches will be required to use those same loadout restrictions. Um, and uh, they will change from week to week along with the map. Um, the winners of this tournament will get some unique prizes this time as well. Um, because we expect to have so many more players, we're going to try and do a little bit more in terms of rewards for runners-up and, and that sort of thing. So in addition to the first place prize pack for the person who wins the tournament, which is $20 in silver in-game uh, and a unique title in the Discord, um, the runners-up on each platform and in the tournament overall will receive some emblem codes or some uh, clan swag or some uh, Destiny or Destiny Item Manager swag. Um, so we've got some unique little prizes there for people who don't quite come in first place, but who uh, perform really well in the tournament. Um, and all of this will be outlined in the rules and registration information when they go out on Friday the 12th. Um, and there is a teaser trailer in the announcements channel and on our clan website, on the homepage actually, uh, if you haven't seen that and you want to take a look at it and see a little bit more about what that's about. Um, something new I'm announcing that hasn't been mentioned at all yet, but people have asked about, is what we're doing this season for our clan competition. Last season, you remember we did the all-for-one, one-for-all challenge, where we asked everyone to play together as much as they could, um, and that was won by Iskander, uh, who... Uh, whose prize actually showed up today. So um, I'll be posting some pictures of that so you can see what we do uh, to reward uh, people in the clan competition. Um, this season's clan competition is going to be a little different, though. Instead of asking everyone to play together, what we're doing is we're going to be doing an artwork challenge. So we're looking to update our clan logo and our uh, clan name and maybe our website a little bit, as well as the splash screen that we get for our Discord uh, Nitro Boost. Um, and just like we did this season, where we tried to match the Forsaken theme in Destiny, we're going to try and match the Shadow Keep theme in uh, next season or next year's uh, major Destiny release. Um, so there'll be more specific details about what we're looking for and how you can enter and what the prizes will be coming out soon. But um, keep an eye out for the official launch trailer for the That Logo Came From The Moon clip competition for this season. Um, Love the name. Isn't that great? <laughs> took me a little while to, cut, to come up with something that would be good. And, you know, when I realized we were going to go with a Shadowkeep theme for the design, I, uh, I figured... You can't beat a name like that. So, 
Um, the last major topic I want to discuss, uh, because people have asked about it, is cross-save. Uh, we all know that cross-save is coming soon uh, in September when Shadowkeep launches. Um, and I know many of you are planning to uh, jump back and forth between what platform you're on. Um, we are going to nail down some more specifics as that date approaches and Bungie gives us some more information. But we got a, a, a huge chunk of information uh, about the API changes that are coming and how that will impact claims and how that will impact applications and um, what that's going to mean to players uh, this week. So um, what we're saying is the clan that you're in is going to be the clan that you're going to stay in unless you're planning on changing what platform you play on primarily. Again, with cross-save, platform will be much more of a nebulous decision, and obviously there will be people in every clan that play on every platform. So there's not much we can do about that. But what we are saying is um, we want you to stay in a clan that's based around the platform you play on the most. Um, and like I said, the more details coming out around that as Bungie provides us more information as it gets closer. But we are working on, on what that's going to look like for Solarian uh, come Shadowkeep. Additionally, something else that uh, some new members have asked me about, as well as some of our current members, um, yes, we will have Stadia clan. Um, however, keep in mind, Stadia does not launch until November. So that's not such a pressing thing in September. I'll probably launch the clans in September, but um, since you can't play on Stadia until the platform itself comes out, uh, you know it's not such a pressing thing as uh, Cross Save is. Um, but nobody's going to be forgotten there. Uh, if nothing else, I will be playing on Stadia, so you know that uh, <laughs> that that platform will get taken care of. So. Um, and that covers all of the clan updates that I had uh, on my list. Uh, Alphonse, Geo, do you guys have any questions about those updates? Anything you think I need to go into more detail on? Uh, yeah. Seems pretty solid. Really. I Great. did want to say we got 420 people this last recruitment drive, and we're at just over 900 now. So doesn't that basically mean we essentially doubled our total membership? Almost. We done that every recruiting drive actually good god how huge are we going to be next time yeah so okay that is one thing that we are discussing on the leadership team and the admin team is you know what are our plans for year three of destiny 2 are we going to do a recruiting drive every season how big is big enough that sort of thing um but i i will give you know my my first blush answer uh, i can go ahead and share right away as long as we're partnered with um, where the fuck is Zer.com, we're not going to turn people away. So, you know, I'm not saying there's an upper limit at this point. However, we may not run as active a membership drive every season. We may do it on a less frequent basis. Um, but we'll see what the demand looks like and, and what people want to do and, and how the activity levels are amongst the current membership um, and make a decision based on what the actual community landscape looks like uh, going forward. All right. Well, is that everything you got for this update? It is. It is. Happy Bungie Day. 
Sweet. Thank you. And thanks for all the info. That was quite the info dump. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and hit this week's topic where we're going to be discussing Lumina and uh, whatever else happens to come to mind, like our favorite activities, the kind of stuff we like to do every week. You know, just uh, shooting the shit a little bit. We had a smaller cast for this week, unfortunately. So we're just going to have fun. We're going to enjoy Bungie Day by discussing our favorite game, Destiny. Uh, Alphonse, why don't you go ahead and take us away with Lumina, because you already have it. I do. What's your opinion on the gun? I think it's going to be a fantastic gun, and I think it's going to say a lot about the direction that uh, we can maybe anticipate Destiny going. Uh, some of the other people that have reviewed the gun have pointed out uh, a view that I do share, that it's the first real support weapon uh, in the sense that it's dedicated uh, in some way, shape, or form to support. Um, which, I mean, we've we've all heard the fun jokes that people like to poke out about Destiny that, you know, Bungie basically sold an RPG as a shooter. Um, I feel Lumina really kind of brings out some of those qualities more. Um, as a hand cannon itself, as it handles, uh, I actually rather enjoy it. It doesn't handle too bad. Uh, and I'm not a hand cannon person, which is saying a lot as well uh, for me to be like, yes, I enjoy this hand cannon that I never touch that type of weapon anyways. What's the uh, f- the RPM archetype? 150. Oh. But it's a stable yeah. 150. Yeah, but I don't like anything that isn't 110. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, I would say it, it behaves, or at least it feels very different from any other 150 out there. Uh, there's a, with one exception. I feel like there's an exception with that, though. What's that? Uh, that exception being Thorn. Yeah, it. You know what? It does have sim. I guess it feels similar to Thorn. Um, well, it's I would say it's... that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I would say that Thorn has more of a kick than Lumina does. I will say the I one know, thing that it... really disappointed me was Rose was an amazing hand cannon, and I'm like you, Alphonse. I am not a hand cannon player. Um, I, I can't stand them. I don't think Lumina is as good as Rose was. Uh, I, I partially agree with you uh, with that. I've actually I pulled my Rose from collections, and I'm actually using it as a, uh, as a method to help get used to hand cannons because I very much enjoyed how Rose felt. Um, it's literally only downside that I saw with it is that it only comes with one perk instead of two like most weapons do. Uh, yeah. Seeing as it only comes without law. Yep. Uh, what archetype is Ace? I believe Ace is also a one. Okay, so I, I do like Ace. Yeah, I was going to say, let's go to the numbers. Ace is a 140. 140, 140. okay. So, yep. <laughs> close enough. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty unique. Is it the only 140? Uh, it's the only one that comes to mind. Well, let's see. I'm, I'm, uh, since there's seven guns. No. Okay. So there are other 140. Okay. Better Devils, Kindled Orchid, DFA, Nation of Beasts, 10 Paces. Those are all 140s. Kindled Orchid is? Yeah. I know. It's like those. I, I'm, 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 think, I'm reading off that list and I'm thinking, wow, those guns could not feel more different if they tried. Yeah. 10 yeah. Paces is not a great gun. Well, it's not horrible, I should say. 
But Ace of Spades is a great gun. I mean, yeah, but Ace of Spades also has like crazy range, decent reload speed, and it's got like four exotic perks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a bit different. And I'm pretty sure it's aim assist is pretty damn high as well. I don't know, yes. but to me, I actually, uh, when I was comparing them side by side, uh, where I spent a couple of days just going with them, um, I was really enjoying Rose over Ace of Spades. So Ace of Spades actually has the lowest aim assist of oh, any really? hand cannon in that archetype. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. I would have thought the exact like opposite, it. too. Yep. Well, exactly. what's, what's the range on it? So the range is, is max in that archetype. Significantly okay. so. So there you go, because range does actually have a uh, an effect on how aim assist works. Its recoil direction is also perfect. Yeah. Which makes so a huge it, difference. <laughs> so it's got straight vertical recoil. It's aim assist, while it isn't strong compared to the rest of them, it does have aim assist out to ridiculous ranges. So yep. that's probably why it feels so good. Yep. All right. Oh, and it should be noted that at the time of this recording, all three of us are currently playing Destiny together. So if you hear some random stuff about, well, as we're playing Destiny, um, that's why, including all the clicking and clacking, which I might just leave in the background this time. It's Bungie Day. Fuck it. There you go. And we're actually playing together this this time. So. Yeah. Instead of you just, I don't know, what, what did you do? You just went to Earth and you just killed stuff with Thorn? Yeah, I, I actually, over the past, uh, uh, maybe not last episode, but the three before that, I would just grab my thorn and run around, and that's how I finished the lore book on thorn. <laughs> While we well, I've recording. done the same thing, but usually I just run strikes. This is my first time actually playing Destiny as we record. Usually I'm trying to be all responsible and keep track of the show notes, but this week we don't have show notes because it's spongy day. <laughs> you guys We're have anything else it. to say about Lumina? Um, honestly. The tracking on it is phenomenal. Um, oh, I hate the tracking. So I, it's pretty aggressive. Have you used it in like um, a six-man activity yet? Yes, I used it in the menagerie. Okay, so have you used it when people were clustered together? Yes, okay. that is a downside of it. Is it goes by the first one it gets closest to. It, I mean. Um, I can't tell you how many times it, it like I'll fire it and it hooks over my right shoulder and gets the guy behind me. Like, and that's what? another thing is how it shows the show how aggressive uh, that weapon is when it comes to tracking to the, where it will curve behind you. Yeah. It will <laughs> aggressively find a target. If there was literally like if they gave truth or like yo in that type of tracking, it, they would be even worse than they already could be. Um, yeah, because this is a literally doing a 180 tracking. <laughs> I mean, three activities. Which ones do you guys want to do? Blindwell, EP, or whatever the fuck the last one is. Forge. Is there a third? Forge. Yeah, let's do the forge. All right, let's do. The forge. Uh, let me grab a forge bounty. Yep. Yeah. So the tracking. I've I've heard about the tracking on Reddit. Uh, people were saying that it would be better if it tracked according to a cone from your line of fire like you ads and then it picks whoever you're aiming whoever's closest to your aim rather than tracking uh uh based on vicinity to the so, orb itself and i feel like that comes thing. with its own ups and downs though because then you actually have to aim at a dude 
Well, not so much that. Um, it's because to activate the ability, you have to hit fire because more often than not, you're going to be ADSing. So you can get some issues like you get when you hit fire it where you go to shoot at an enemy, but you burn your noble round shooting at an enemy and it doesn't go where you intended it to. Yeah, oh, I so can't stand hit- that system. Where you have to, so the way it works is you have to hit fire to get the healing, and if you ADS, you get a buffed shot. You get a regular so when shot. You, you shoot normally when you ADS. When you hit fire, is what actually shoots your noble round. Assuming uh, you have some charged. Yes. And See, the noble the- rounds will hit enemies, and they will damage on like a regular round. But you don't want to waste it with that, you know. See, and one thing that I've noticed that I've thought of is, um, have you ever played Killing Floor 2? Yes. No. Okay. But So that game also has a healer class, and uh, the way they work is they have normal guns just like everybody else, but they have a secondary fire where you can point at a teammate and fire at them, and it has pretty decent tracking, but it fires like a kind of like a regular shot. It's slower, but it fires like a needle, and that's what I figured it was going to be like is you point at your you know your friend and when you pull the trigger it'll just like track and hit them rather than this hip fire slow aggressive tracking thing yeah so the only way i could see that working is if they factored it as a reload uh similar to let's say hard light hard light where it's like okay i want to shoot my noble rounds do a quick reload to get to those noble rounds shoot them and then go back but that also seems like it would make it very clunky clunky feeling yeah, see, the thing with Killing Floor 2 is every gun has a primary and secondary fire, so it's R1 to fire, R2 to secondary, which Destiny does not have. And I think that's what really makes it tough uh, for those better solutions for them. But, I mean, it's a fun hand cannon. It handles pretty well. Um, I still like Rose better, but... Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, it's it's not bad for what it for what it is. It's not bad. Um I feel like to really see the effects, uh, you would need one a lot of ads. Ads are always helpful uh, to get those rounds. Um, but I don't think it's going to be the type of gun where someone could see, call out, be like, hey, I'm low, and you can pop and do a, a quick shot over to them and then continue on your way. Um, Unfortunately not. The tracking is just too aggressive. Another thing but that it's I've also too was... slow to a degree as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's, they made a change to Destiny 2 as well with health. So in Destiny 1, when you took hits, you just took hits. But once you drop down into the red, your little level indicator would throw up the exclamation point showing, hey, I'm critical. In Destiny 2, now the exclamation point comes up whenever you take damage. So right. at least in D1, you know, if we had this gun, you could just look around and see, you know, who's weak and then fire your shot off. But in D2, you can't do that anymore. You can't just look at your buddy and see if they're weak or not. Which, I don't understand why they made that change. Like, what does it matter if you're taking damage? It only matters if you're about to die. But if they're low, like you're, like it wasn't, it works like it did in D1, right? Where the exclamation point will stay there, doesn't it? Yeah, but now you get, whenever you take a hit, the exclamation yeah, it comes up for up. like two seconds. Yeah. And it stays there for like two seconds. So you can't just take a glance and see... Because you can't at a glance look and know if they're weak or if they just took a hit right when you looked at them. You'd have to wait for a couple seconds. And if they're already weak, well, then they might just die before, you know, yeah. before you can figure out whether or not they're weak or not. It's got its downsides. Absolutely. 
I don't think there's a whole lot they'd be able to do to change it, though. I mean, like, what kind of HUD? Would there be any UI changes they could make? Like a uh, yeah, a there's a ton on. of UI changes they could make, but well, I mean, like something better. simple, you know, like a little bar under their a red their... outline, like when UADS and an enemy is low on health, right? Some of the sites have that low health. There's tracking. a there's a problem with that too that I can tell you from personal experience, which is if you're colorblind, that does fuck all. Well, yeah, but there's colorblind modes for that that help, I, right? I well, I have the colorblind mode set up. It still doesn't help. If it's something real thin like that, it's color dependent. I I can't tell at all. It would have to be like their entire name. If their nameplate changed to like a dark red from like its normal color, mm-hmm. that could be a good one because then you have a nice large changing color. So even if you're colorblind, it doesn't matter because yeah. all you know is the nameplate has changed. They are critical. Yeah, or even gray out their nameplate. <laughs> something. Yeah, yeah, just, you know, whatever. Something meaningful. Yeah, exactly. Easy to tell at a glance. Um, how does it handle, though? Because, like you were saying, it, you said that it feels like Thorn. Yes, uh, which with, I can with understand. With less recoil, you know. <laughs> to me, though, uh, a lot of people said when Thorn came out that it feels like it pulls to the left. I felt like Luna was pulling to the right, and I wonder if that was purposeful. Um, or maybe I'm just crazy, uh, but I would. I'm not surprised that both weapons felt just about the same. Um, I was kind of anticipating it because it's basically the alter ego uh, to Thorn. So I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if, for its stats and how it handles, if it was, to a degree, almost a copy paste job, of, this is how Thorn works. We're gonna make Lumina work almost the same in how it fires. Intentionally. I mean, there's lore reasons, right? Why you, why yeah. you do that, you know? There's also a funny little thing there that you just mentioned. So if Thorn pulls to the left and Lumina pulls to the right. Yeah. Uh, in Latin, the word sinister, well, actually, uh, the word sinister is derived from the Latin word uh, sinistris or sinistra, which mm-hmm. means left. Dextro means right. Uh, that's where we get dexterity and, well, sinister. Uh, it used to be believed that evil people or left-handed people were uh, innately evil, which is why Sinister has its uh, connotations. It just means left-handed in reality. So if it if Thorn does pull to the left and uh, Lumina pulls to the right, maybe I don't. Th- it might be intentional. Knowing Bungie, it probably is intentional, like some crazy-ass deep lore you never thought of. Um, but yeah, I like that. That's pretty fucking Which cool. Which they do. They do little crazy things like that all the time. It yep. would not surprise me, honestly. So, okay, something that uh, you can absolutely speak to, uh, <laughs> uh, Geo. Um, what did we all think of the, uh, the quest to obtain Lumina, especially as it compared to Ugh. the quest to obtain Thorn? I don't know. I'm still working uh, on it. That's literally me, what we're doing right now. Yep. To me... Um, um, the quest line made sense. I think it hundred percent made sense. Yeah, um, I like the the story bits that they put on each step. I mean, I took the time to read that huge block of text on each. Well, step. even with the story bits too, it also goes to talk about the what. Again, maybe I'm looking too into it. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe it's deep lore. But I mean, to a degree, um, Thorn was very much on the individual, with the exception of the strike. It was you go to Crucible, you get kills, you go do this, you go do that. Everything was very centered around you. Um, 
But when you went to go do Lumina, let's look at like what the second quest step where you have to run 35 instances of Blindwell or EP or Forge. Like that is a lot of cooperation with for quite a while. Um, and then you go go into Gambit um, where you have to get that medal. And again, you're doing something as a team and you're also defending your teammates. So I think the quest line was very intentional and made sense for the gun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and it focused you know, they, heavily on the team. They went, well, I mean, it did, but it's funny because if you read the lore that was with each of those steps, they talked about how, you know, when you did Thorn, you had the drifter to um, guide you basically along the path. But this you have to figure out for yourself. Now, the whole thing about, you know, having to do it in a team was because your light is stronger when there's more than just one of you, right? So oh, definitely. That entire quest line can be done solo. Um, the only thing is, it takes forever to do it solo. Because uh, many of the instances accounted all of your teammates' objectives as well. Uh, for example, one of the orb of lights, I think it's the first one, the 250. Yeah, um, yeah, that one. The 250, it counts. it counts everyone in that instance. Yep. I um, was wondering why I did that step so fast. That's why. But then when you go on to the later quest step, it counts it as only yours. Well, so there's a quest step where you have to have Rose equipped, and just you just do activities with Rose equipped. And the more players in your fire team that have rose equipped the more progress you make right so i was doing that early on with some clan members um and we were running strikes and we tried doing all kinds of things just to see what would give us the most um progression for a single step um and that was going pretty fast i mean we were getting you know seven percent sometimes ten percent per major activity like menagerie complete um i everybody had to go and i wanted to run a few more things by myself i went and started doing these same things that we were doing as a fire team by myself and i was lucky to get one percent per activity yep i noticed that as well so it is where you could do it solo but man would that be painful yeah, I, I noticed that too because I ran about five or six strikes because uh, I grind strikes often and uh, I was not seeing any progression at all and I was like, what? <laughs> uh, I just want to point out something real fast that I just noticed. Uh, so I only had one final, uh, one final encounter to do. Oh, you're done. And now you need Rose equipped, right? Uh, I guess, I don't know. But I was just saying, uh, we just did one, the first... Of the three encounters. Yeah. And uh, that was, that counted as the one that I needed. I figured I'd have to do like actually 35 forge completions. No, it's, no, each yeah. one counted for three. I forgot to tell you that. And if you had had road equipped when you, when you got that, it actually would have put percentage towards the next step already. Well, I already have roads equipped because, oh, uh, then you're good. It was <laughs> good. Yeah. I'm doing it right now. I, I figured, I mean, we're already here. I might as well do it. Yeah, I'm going to duck into a corner and get mine out of collections so that I can help you get yours done faster, too. 
I have one ready. I just kind of swapped to it. Yeah, I, I haven't pulled one back out just because. Also, duty bound, very fun auto rifle. Duty bound. Uh, which, which one is, is that? duty? Is that the uh, sins of the past or what is it called? Um, no, nope, I got it fast. from it's. No, it's the Nightfall one that from the Nightfall we just did. <laughs> oh, oh I'm, I think I'm missing that one still, actually. I managed to pick it up. I'm nice. have to play with that one more. Congrats. I do want to admit, playing right now with absolutely zero audio on is actually a hell of a lot harder than I thought it would be because I can't hear the stupid exploding shanks thinking up Beeping behind, behind you. Yeah. <laughs> you, know what, you know what also is fun? Play with no HUD. Oh, oh man. that is fun. I think I'm gonna tough. do that. I did that once for laughs, and it was a nightmare. I think I actually played for like uh, the Taken King back when I was a Sherpa there for a while. <laughs> I think I actually did like Sherpa runs with no HUD, just because I was so damn used to King's Fall. I've mentioned on the podcast multiple times my Sherpa days, but I've done legitimately like over a hundred King's Fall Sherpa runs. Yeah, it got to just like being a habit. I didn't even need a HUD anymore. <laughs> Fun times. Right, Guys, how are we running out of time? Oh, I was ducked in a corner putting Rose on. We're not running out of time. We got plenty of time. What are you talking about? We've only got 45 seconds. Yeah, it's a, it's a forge. Every <laughs> time you kill a blue guy, you get more time. You I don't perpetually like run timer. this forge at I don't like, like 45 the, seconds. I don't like the timer ever going below 60 seconds. Because then I start getting the sweats. <laughs> it takes a while to get it up there. So, and you remember when we were doing the very first forge and we were like finishing bosses oh, with like struggling. a handful of seconds left? Yes. I don't. Because I'm not struggle. one of those ultra sweaties. I still haven't even done um the uh, Secrets of the Past Raid or whatever it's called. The one in the city. Scourge, oh, Scourge is great. Sorry. I love doing Scourge. Scourge. Yeah. Oh, Scourge. Yeah, Scourge. Okay. I haven't done it either. I just what? haven't had time to raid much this year. Oh, I've always wanted to, but I can never it. find a time or find a team. Oh, well, that's nice. usually for me, it's time. <laughs> People are always asking me, but it's like, uh, I just don't always have the time to sit down for hours on raid. Yeah, but just you're me. also Soren. I'm just the podcast guy. Like, everybody <laughs> knows who you are. Nobody knows who I am. And see, with a good team, you could get Scourge done in less than an hour. Yeah. It seems like it's, it's a it's, actually, raid, it's so. very fast. Why do we have maximum temper? I'm guessing Why we not? still shot the shields. Yep. <laughs> For to have it. There's nothing more terrifying than having standing up top where you spawn with the uh, whisper out and you see the tank turret turn towards you. And realize you're oh, about and you to get, get that flacked. red beam on you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> and uh... collect loot. Nothing. All right. Okay. Cool. So we're coming up on the end of two, right? Uh, no, I already finished that one. I'm already on the next one. Fire team leader. No, I'm at seven percent. This is the activities one. I mean, as a uh, destiny community, we're coming up in the end of the end of. Year two. Oh. For Destiny oh, okay. 2. Okay. I thought you meant There's... we're at the end of step two. No, no, no. I just figured I'd put us into a strike playlist now. Um, yeah, it works for me. I love strike. 
so I guess the question is, there are so many activities that reward powerful gear now. What do you guys do when you log in? What's your go-to? Oh, I'm God. just curious because I know it's nothing like, uh, I'm pretty certain it's nothing like what I do because I play some obscure things generally <laughs> in an obscure, obscure order. Things. Now you've got me curious. I like obscurity. Well, like I go right into the heroic stories. Like I love that. Stuff. I love the heroic story. And the forges. I do those generally right away every week. Um, I love the Ascendant Challenge. I do those right away. So I'm... Because I'm pressed for time, I generally try to organize my stuff based around time that I enjoy doing. So I almost never do like the Crucible match, even though I can just go in and like not pay any uh, slightest bit of attention. You know, I just yep. have to complete a match. Exactly. But Crucible makes me so sweaty that I start going in, and as soon as I get killed by whatever the meta gun is, like a Luna's Howl or a Lord of Wolves, uh, I just go, okay, fuck this. I gotta put this, that guy in his place, and I just get, like, on him, and yep. I don't enjoy that. Um, I usually just drop into, depending on how I'm feeling, if I'm, oh shit, we started another forge. What happened no, to the you know? Oh. Um, generally, <laughs> I'll, like, um, I'll go into a strike, probably, just because they're quick. Uh, I drop into, well, of course, I always pick up all my bounties and all that stuff. I check the clan bounty because you guys always finish it before I even get on. So I just pick up all four there for my powerful drops. Uh, if it's a planet that has uh, planetary mats that I need, because I only ever have like 20, and it happens to also be the flashpoint, then I'll knock out some public events real fast and do a heroic maybe. It's usually like I go in, I do the strike, I do whatever the, if it's a daily strike, hopefully, and then I'll do an adventure and then I'll generally work on quests and I try to build the quests around whatever the dailies are. So like right now, I still need all three strikes for this week. So if you're taking us into a strike playlist, cool, I get to knock that out and keep working on Rose. <laughs> but um, we all, at least two of us need to have, uh, one of us needs to match a subtype with you. No, not, they changed that. Oh, did they? Yeah, now yep. the weekly is match the weekly subtype. Yep. Oh, I didn't even notice. I thought it was still match uh, another Yeah, it's no longer subtype. match the fire teams. I spent um, a whole run of strikes that first week of uh, opulence doing that, matching my teammates and didn't get any <laughs> progress after three strikes. And I went back and looked and it's like, what the heck? Why am I not making progress? And it was because... And the best part was... Yeah. When they first introduced the system, it was match the weekly, whatever the weekly was, for like right. two weeks. And then they changed it to fire team. And then it was horrible. Speaking of, what is the burn? Uh, arc. Arc? Okay. Yep. Arc heavyweight iron. Do I have a good arc? I do. I have Thunderlord. That is a good arc hit. I'm still working on my. Uh... Grenade launcher kills, so that's what I'm going with. And I bet Alphonse is still working on his uh, loaded question. Oh, wait, no, you have an Aaron Tilt. Well, the Aaron Tilt to get the loaded question. Yeah. Oh, God, I just realized something as well. I only need one more freaking Vanguard bounty so I can get my 30 for the uh, reprise Nightshade. I've been sitting on <laughs> one more bounty for like three months now. Reprise Nightshade. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, after midnight or whatever it's called. Well, it's right, it's so, called Nightshade, isn't it? Yeah, but it's like the new. Yeah, the curated the role new... or whatever. Yeah, there you go. So, Alphonse, what do you do? What's your weekly uh, weekly habit routine? Uh, I think my routine usually consists of uh, starting on a, a reset day of Tuesday. Uh, first thing I do is I go in. I'll do whatever flashpoint it is for the week. And then uh, I'll swap over to strikes, grind strikes out. Uh, not even for the reward, but because typically when I get on, if I'm if I'm going to be playing for a while, I'll pop a rune finder. I uh, just popped one, by oh, the way. Thank you for saying something. <laughs> I'm going to do the same. Uh, pop a rune finder and a fire team token and hope for a risk runner caddy and grind that for about maybe an hour or two because I'll also pick up um, the bounties from uh, Benedict. Uh, so usually most of those things I can complete just by doing strikes if it's, you know, get precision kills or whatever weird setup he has for the week. Um, I usually just do that. Um, Speaking just of, to start I off. So I do, I do a lot of strikes. I am very deep in the strike playlist very often. Uh, then I might run some Menagerie, if, uh, which... At least until I start switch, swapping characters back to my Warlock and Titan. Um, actually, not even my Titan. I forgot. I'm deleting him. Um, I'm deleting him for New Light, by the way. I'm deleting him for New Light so I can enjoy the D1 mission again and hope that D1 has blessed me with bringing back Kravashtov. I don't think um, you have to delete it. Delete the character to run New Light, is what they said. A lot... I heard uh, it the other no. way, but I'm, I might be wrong. Yeah, well, I'm I would pretty sure you have off. to delete a character to get the first mission again. Which I might yeah. do with my Titan as well. Like I said, I don't know if it's 100% accurate, but I heard it had to be a fresh character. If that's the case, I can just take everything off my Titan, throw it in the vault, then um, throw on a bunch of blue stuff, you know, nothing really worth missing. Then uh, delete them, go do new light, Hope I get Kavashtov. Hope that the exotic will come out for it eventually. Um, I don't see what that has to do with your weekly routine. <laughs> right, back to the routine. So after strikes, um, sometimes I run Menagerie if I want to grind a weapon or armor. Uh, typically not very much. I might do some forging if I want to help out my other characters. Uh, like I still need better hammerheads uh, for my other characters. What the hell is Gardner's touch buff? It's it's for the last quest step. Yeah. Uh, the the crystals that are floating around. Uh, when you have Gardner's touch, you can break them, and it's part of the last quest step for Lumina. Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, you also reminded me. I also do uh, menagerie from time to time. Actually, that's one it's of just, the first things I do. I enjoy menagerie. I do Same. enjoy menagerie, but sometimes I'll. It's just tough, like picking a rune because it's like I'm happy with the armor that I have. I don't want to sit and try to grind menagerie to get similar drops just for the aesthetic, considering I enjoy my current aesthetic. I've mostly been using it just to either up the power level of a slot. Like right now, I'm being held back by my cloak that's 744, and everything else I'm getting is like 748. Mm -hmm. So I'll just. I'll just drop a rune for a cloak. I don't care what kind of cloak I get. I just need it 
you know, to catch and up. I was doing that else. for a while. It's just, yeah. I mean, I could be 750. It's just, I don't want one or two points isn't going to kill me. I'm fine with not being a perfect 750. I'll, I'm content being 748. Well, and there's so little whatever. that you need to be 750 for. Yeah. I mean, even sure. even for the raid, like those two points of light are not going to make or break a raid where someone's going to get mad right. and be like, if you were 750 instead of 748, we could have been done already. Like, no. It's... Well, people do that, <laughs> but that doesn't make them right. <laughs> well, people not do that, but they're not in our clan. Thankfully. <laughs> no, if it was like, if I was sitting at like 740 and I'm just choosing not to like infuse or couldn't infuse, uh, which sometimes affects people. Then okay, yeah. yeah. Sometimes. Yeah, but you can't do anything about that. I mean, you can't really fault somebody for not having the RNG luck to uh, get play the, the game more. <laughs> play the I'm game lucky more. to have five. <laughs> Why aren't you playing reporters? more? <laughs> Seriously, I. I that's another thing I want to work on too. Is finalize uh, what legendaries. I'm probably keeping my rotation and actually work towards getting them masterworked. Um, oh. I'm that's one of the reasons why I have so few masterwork cores is because if I ever find a legendary I like, screw infusing, that shit's going up to masterwork ten. Like I have but, I mean thankfully a, uh with the clan bonus, you know, it's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah. Yeah, but what about for the people that don't have an awesome clan like ours? Yeah. Slurian.net. <laughs> <laughs> But seriously, the podcast, you probably find the clan. <laughs> I found like I generally don't change my leg- legendaries a whole lot. I'll check the perks and stuff, but like I got an Antiope that mm-hmm. has oh god, what was it? It had like range boosting magazine and uh the increased damage the lower the mag size, the less rounds you have, and tap the trigger. Oh, under not was it not under pressure? Yeah, under pressure. No, not under pressure. Um, high power reserves, high impact reserves. Yes, yes. high impact, yeah, reserves. high impact reserves. Tap the trigger and arrange masterwork and arrange uh, magazine and arrange scope. So it's even higher than a year one Antiope with range. And I just like immediately, I just sunk whatever uh, masterwork cores I had into it, or uh, what are they called now? Enhancement cores. Enhancement cores. Thank you. Yeah, I just sunk all my enhancement cores into it because it's just, it's a monster. It's stupid. So wait, you can go and shoot these crystals again? Second time? Yeah. Is there any reason to? Uh, Help your friend? No, they have to shoot their own crystals. Yeah, everyone has to shoot their own. I was just curious, though. Oh, there is a benefit, at least for us. Oh, if I had known. There's not Um, 11 here, so... The crystals can still give you harmony, so you can have your super back very quickly. Oh, nice! So it's still oh, we're at least... just fucking Zol right now. Oh, he's immune. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah, he'll go. Seven. I don't know if you can shoot them too, uh, Geo, but if you shoot the crystals, get you some harmony, get you that, that super back. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh yeah, Got a lot of good that does me though, because I'm Arc Strider and my yeah. super is fucking worthless. <laughs> just Fourth reflect your shots back at him. <laughs> Yeah, I I never use that tree. I hate that tree. Yeah, same here. I use top tree. 
Yep. I like Top Tree when it's a uh, arc burn brawler because then you're basically invisible. Soren, how the fuck did you die? He touched me. <laughs> Show touch. me on the doll where Zol touched you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when we were doing the nightfall and we were in that uh that big ass room that has the two ogres that curves around, mm-hmm. and uh, Alphonse and all and I both died. Mm-hmm. I died because I was trying to uh I was ADSing down to try to uh, fire a. Uh, linear fusion shot on one of the ogres and I fucking walked off. <laughs> I just fell Ugh. to my death. Oh, that's why you, you died in that weird spot. Oh. Yeah, I, it was just I'm trying to get a good... I'm listening to uh, Soren talk and I'm you know trying to get... Because it, it has box breathing, so I have to ADS for a little while and he was walking. So I'm like moving off to the right and then all of a sudden like the ground goes up and I tried to jump and no, I was already dead. <laughs> I died a fuckload in that nightfall. Holy shit! Oh, I, I got talking all times. <laughs> I'm just really glad I got the res on you in the boss room. Yeah, I did not think I was gonna get that res. Yeah, and when we came time to do the, uh, I love how Al- or Soren was talking a lot. Oh, get good, motherfuckers! Fifty-two kills, twenty-four precision. Uh, yeah, I- you're playing the uh, you're playing strike strong if you're. Getting those kills now. How am I playing wrong if I'm getting those kills? Put them orbs though. Oh, yeah! <laughs> look at those orbs. <laughs> so How did I make all those orbs? Because I'm just everything. running rows. Huh. Anyways, um, there was one bit where Soren was the uh, we had to take the void orb, and there was the two ogres, and yep. Alphonse died, and Soren was still talking a lot of stuff, and I rezzed. Alphonse hid behind a pillar and started shooting Alphonse to tell him, hey, come pick this thing up because you can turn invisible and I can't. And Soren just popped his shield and we all just like walked, sauntered right up. And I'm like, holy shit, Soren's doing that while we're talking. No communication. We're all doing everything together. This is fucking awesome. This is how you know we're pro. Yeah, can you tell we all didn't let strike a few times? <laughs> More than a few. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I wonder where I could see how many... Oh, yeah, that is a bot function. I could see how many strikes I've run. I'm sure mm-hmm. my number has gone up quite a bit. Well, it's also a triumph. So look in your, in your triumphs under Vanguard and strikes. Because I've had some days where literally I spend hours in the strike playlist. I used to do that back in D1. I just can't anymore. It'd be great if I could get this fucking catalyst. Um, <laughs> no, but, that's true. Uh, but other than that, what catalyst is it? Risk runner, right? Yeah. Yep. I'm going to see if I have it just to rub it in your face. <laughs> I mean, it oh, basically uh, turns uh, it into an auto roll. Hey, I have risk I, runner. I looked I at the wrong triumph. I was scared for a second. Hey, I'll say strike specialist is what you want to look at. Yeah, I looked at uh, I was looking at I looked at the combat one at a glance when I was going through, and I misread it because I saw 10k. I'm like, there's no way I ran 10,000 strikes. If I've run 10,000 strikes and not have gotten this catalyst, I'm extremely upset. Hey, Alphonse. Mm-hmm. Guess who's got the catalyst? Not me. <laughs> Everyone but Alphonse. <laughs> That's oh my god, that range increase is nuts. It turns it into That's an all right. <laughs> It really does. I mean, normally I would say call it hyperbole or that I was oh, joking about it. But head. Really fast PlayStation, really fast internet. Yeah, you guys are like all the way in the second room. I literally just spawned in. 
and we were stopped blocked by a wall. We couldn't go any further. Well, no, I only have one Vanguard bounty, not a uh, Vanguard general triumph, not complete. Yeah, same. It's this season's strike thing for me. No, for me, it's crispy. <laughs> I haven't oh. been crisped yet. Oh, Wait, dear God, this thing is absurd. Um, in Warden of Nothing, stand in the Warden's uh, fire for 10 oh, seconds without that's dying. that's hard. Yeah, that's not hard. Yeah, you just need a Warlock with a healing rift. Or uh, Titan with the shield, banner shield. Actually, that one is hard because you know why, right? No. Mm. Because everybody burns him down so fucking fast he never even oh. starts the fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's always been burning since the world's been turning. Anyway. <laughs> That's a musical lyric, isn't it? Yeah. Billy Joel. Ah, uh, I thought I recognized it. We didn't start the fire. <laughs> I don't have that song in a long time. Yep. Oh, fuck. It, every time people say that, I always think uh, I didn't shoot the sheriff. <laughs> I don't know why. So what about activities that you guys never <laughs> in a given uh, Gambit. Same <laughs> yeah, Gambit. Yeah, Crucible I, and Gambit, I'm, I don't do. I'm not uh, against I Gambit. Him... I, I enjoy Gambit. I need to do it with a four-person fire team, but I've been staying away because I haven't found a four-person, and I, I'm on the last step for, or I'm on one of the last steps for, uh, what is it, the uh, exotic hand cannon? Oh, that one, yeah. yeah. And I'm sitting... Malfeasance, yeah, thank you. I'm sitting at 98% of moats I need to bank, and I don't want to go in with blueberries and lose progress. Yeah. And I haven't, I've been doing like all the stuff I want to do, trying to grind up all that. So I just haven't had, you know, the time to get, I don't know. I think I only need like six moats or some shit. Yep. But yeah, I haven't wanted to risk my profit. Go ahead, Alphonse. Uh, for me, Gambit, I don't step foot in Gambit anymore more than I need to, which is never unless like for the quest step. Do you have Dredgen? Um, yeah, I do. Okay. That's part of the reason. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, after getting both Delirium and Dredgen in a two-week time span, starting from basically nothing, uh, needless to say, I'm more than a little bit burned out on Gambit I'm for a sure. while. Like I said, it was a two-week time uh, period okay. because it was a double Valor weekend, and then it was the last week of the season, and they did a triple Valor week. Yep. Um, and that was the only reason I managed was... to get three resets and so a short amount of time that was when i got my ghost was that was my third uh, reset because i really only ever gambit hardcore during the the triple valor times can you guys tell i'm not used to using a grenade launcher same here i yeah. blow myself so, up all the time because for I the uh things. the audio listeners i literally just killed myself what three times in the span of about 15 seconds that's usually me that's why i hate these <laughs> grenade launchers it's what's kept me from every other season that there's been a vanguard pinnacle I got it the day it came out this one i still have it i just i hate grenade launchers yeah i'm i'm using it there's, not an, for R, the, there's an r forum yeah. mine has impact so it's not even like i can bounce the fucking things uh in this case it's because i have freaking um uh what's it called Gunsmith Bounty. I have to get Void Kills and Grenade Launcher Kills, and I have ah, a Void nice. Grenade Launcher. Yep. So I'm just shooting things with it. Trying to get the kills. And I'm using Risk Runner with the Catalyst on it just to uh, spite Alphonse. 
my yeah, time will come one day. This thing is awesome. I'm, I'm and aware. The funny thing is, this is like a catalyst that I didn't even know I had because I just put it on and finished it off real fast just to say that I did, but I never actually used the gun. So it was just like I had to pull it from collections. Well, so, I've, I've talked about the Risk Runner forever. I mean, even Soren can attest to that. I've yeah. talked about this gun since its induction into the game. Yep. Oh, I'm sure you have. I'm just saying that it's not one that I particularly care about. And I just so happen to have the uh, thing you're chasing after. But it's, no, it's it is an you... amazing gun. I mean, it really is. I would I say it is better than Zalo's Supercell, with the, especially with the Catalyst. I I still like my NTP, honestly, and it doesn't have it. It doesn't have the uh the second Zalo perk, does it? Where it boosts the shit out of your super, like Zalo used to do. It does not. But I mean, Did... when you're making orbs, because yeah, Catalyst ca- makes the max work. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. I mean, oh, you can let me get fire these kills. forever, too. Essentially. I have had situations where even with the... Uh, even with its perk, um, if you're just not picking up any white blocks for a long enough period of sustained fire, you will get yeah. pretty low. Yeah. By the way, yeah, one thing I've... <laughs> running out of ammo. <laughs> one thing I've noticed, um, even with the nerf to Shards of Galanor, if you're doing blind well and you pick up harmony, you basically can just throw freaking um blade barrage as fast as like the animation will allow you. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. With harmony. It's just well, absurd. Just like with the uh you know um if, even when you're not in blind well, if you get a large enough group of enemies, you're going to get your super back. It's just harder yeah. than it used to be. Yeah, and the well, I mean, they also did saw they did uh cap shards for a while. Yes, yes. But I think they took the cap off when they reworked everything. Well, another thing is, it's like the way that it works is it's just for a set amount of time you have stupidly fast regen, is what it comes down to. And in harmony, you already have a pretty damn fast regen boost, and that stacked with shards of Galanor is basically just like oh, instant super. Yeah, it's actually really nice. Like I would pick up Harmony and I'd throw when we get to the bosses. So like in stage three, kill one of the dudes, 15 seconds of Harmony. And I just launch like five or six Blade Barrage and solo one of the bosses. Honestly, I'm a little more bummed that they further nerfed Ursa Furiosa. Like talk about something it didn't need to be. nerfed. Well, because it never gave a full it never gave a full super, did it? No. Uh, in PvE. I mean, it, you, if you took a ton of damage, like you were playing something way above your level, for example, and you were getting damaged the whole time you were in your super, sure. Then you could full super back. But that was such a rare thing. Oh, yeah, because even when we did the Thorn Strike, you didn't get it back-to-back. You got a good chunk, yeah. but you didn't have it back-to-back. I only ever saw it back to back when in like the early four when when we were so underpowered and stuff. And you would and just block the whole like, time. And you're taking like three uh, cabal sentries, the boss plus all ads. <laughs> yep. Menagerie though, they did such a good job of menagerie. They really oh, did. Menagerie so so what, what what do we think about that? Oh god. It's my new version of elders. Oh. 
Like, um, remember how Alphonse was talking about how he'll just do strikes for hours? Yeah. Well, back in D1, I would just do Prison of Elders, the level 28, the easy one, for mm-hmm. hours. I would just go in, kill time, listen to podcasts, oh, listen too? to music. Yeah, just <laughs> relax. Uh, I'd go in there and shit all over, you know, new players. You know, by the end of it, I'd have 400, 500 kills. They'd have 30. Uh, <laughs> that's menagerie for me now. Like, that's just a, I can go in, do it, you know, listen to my Dungeons and Randomness plug for uh, Robert Weizahan, our last guest. Uh, you know, just listen to shit. Just relax. Have fun with it. My grenade yep. launcher is not reloaded. Oh god, thrall. Probably <laughs> not who I want to fire a grenade launcher shot on. No, they will mess you up. Well, you will mess you up. <laughs> There's been some encounters that are, you know, fun. Some that are challenging. I remember doing this strike in particular, strange terrain. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it was a blackout. Oh, this is one of my favorite memories of Destiny 2. It was blackout, and this was pre-nerf blackout when it was 600% damage modifier. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember what else it was, but it was it was hard. It was real fucking hard. And it was just me and two other randos, and we powered through. We wiped on the boss like four times. None of us ducked out. We all, you know, we... We did that thing you do in Destiny where you're playing with random people. Check that out, by the way. Alphonse, <laughs> risk runner. Double your kills. That's Get what the it catalyst, is. Yeah. bro. I know how good it is. <laughs> and But who still made the most orbs in the bottom right? And precision uh, kills. Then precision kills. Yeah, I had the most precision <laughs> kills and the more, most orbs. You just picked the best the ratio. Most. I have the best ratio. <laughs> yeah, I had a submachine gun. And you're only off by two percent. Fuck off. <laughs> uh, anyway, so um, scoreboard. We, we did that thing in Destiny where you'll be playing with randos and something really difficult. You know, a difficult thing comes up, and you guys just slowly start building teamwork subconsciously with no yep. communication, and we managed to power through it. And we were like we all settled into our roles because I had like a DPS set up and you know one guy was running Titan and he was you know handling stuff and I was off on the back and he was defending me and I was firing sniper shots off into the night so that they could pick up their orbs and it was it was fucking amazing and that's kind of like what menagerie is at times where sometimes it's real difficult but everybody's just subconsciously on the same page that it just feels like perfect teamwork yes I actually met some of our long-running clan members that way through just, you know, random fireteam matchmaking and strikes. That's how I met uh, Evil, for example. The we ones just got where, Yeah, where you're just at the end of it and you just feel so... You played so well with this guy. You have to shoot him a message, you know, friend request. Exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, let's do You know, it's funny. I had that actually happen in Gambit. Uh, it was actually during my uh, Trail of Tears to Dredgen. <laughs> it, uh, there was three of us, and there, we had one wow. guy that Alphonse. overall performed really good. Alphonse, you should probably call it something else. Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that is an actual history thing. Yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> and it has uh, very significant connotations. Think about yeah, it. And actually, I think that's how I met my first clan. Was I was just doing Prison of Elders, and I matched with two dudes who were like ridiculously good and i'm like hey guys let's play again and i ended up staying with those guys for like 
fuck, like two or three years before they finally moved on to do something else. Oh, bros without... What was it? Bros against horse girls. Fuck yeah. My old man. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, they, were, they were Canadian and apparently they have a thing against equestrians. I guess like one of them got oh, okay. jumped by a girl who's an equestrian. And they're like, yeah, you can never date a horse girl because they'll love their horses more than they'll ever love you. I'm like, cool. Okay. I don't know. I grew up in a big city. We don't have horses. <laughs> horse girls. Okay. Yeah. Not like a, not like a, what is it? Stupid horse things. Yes. Pony thing. Centaurs. My little pony. Oh yeah, yeah. No, not that. Don't date a centaur. <laughs> I don't know. Ask Alphonse. Apparently, there's anime where there are centaurs. Oh yeah, there's plenty. Pretty popular. Yeah, there I know you go. like at least two or three offhand. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, I'll pass on the uh, the horse girl anime. Thank you very much. No. So, um. Something I've been thinking about doing because we talked about on this podcast, you know, uh, letting people D&D. listen, and <laughs> letting people listen and submit questions and whatnot real time. We have so many new community members and clan members. I mean, having over people on Discord is it just amazes me. Well, you um, broke up there for a minute. You're gonna have to repeat yourself. It just amazes me that we have over a thousand people on our Discord. For example, right. So what I'd like to do is, in addition, you know, every, every season we have a leadership team meeting where we plan out, you know, the rest of the season. But I'd like to do thing that's a question and answer stream uh, through Twitch or YouTube, uh, the community as a whole. So uh, look for some more, listen for some more on that uh, probably in the next uh, next podcast but uh i'm curious to you know find out if you guys have any suggestions on that front or you think it's a good idea that idea do you uh, think, think it should be a, a, a few admins playing destiny or do you think we should just you know do a, a round table video conference answer user questions well we right. can even do it similar like to this but just have like a text uh chat set up that we right. monitor and question pops up from somebody, uh, answer it, go on to the next question. Yeah, yeah. And if you're talking about like openness between, you know, real time questions for leadership team, uh, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to mix it in with the, uh, the podcast here. I think setting up a Solarian, a dedicated like official Solarian Twitch channel would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Because then when we want to do like the live podcast recordings, instead of trying to set it up through Discord and all that stuff, you know, one of us, probably me because I'm the host, or you if you'd rather do it yourself, you know, just stream your computer to Twitch. Yeah, that's true. I and mean, we do have a, a clan account on, you know, nearly every do? social media platform. Yeah. Yeah, so then we could just do it that way. And then when it comes time to do like you said a question and answer session with the leadership. You know, we just set it up the exact same way as we would a podcast. Just everyone hops onto the Discord and, you know, we just watch the uh, Discord chat. People can see the Discord chat on screen so that they can, you know, 
be aware of the time delay and all that stuff. And that's right. There are hooks between like Twitch and Discord, aren't there? You can put Discord chat into Twitch and whatnot. Yeah, right? I'm, maybe. I don't know. I'm not big <laughs> into Twitch. I do all my streaming on YouTube. Yeah, you same, don't I don't like Twitch either. Because then you don't have to be like fucking huge to to have them archive your videos. Oh, that's right. They changed all the rules on that now. You have to be like uh, sponsored. Yeah, it it sucks if you're that not makes sponsored. No sense or... to me. Well, whatever it is. Yeah. Twitch has weird weird rules, anyways. That's why I I preferred streaming it live to like YouTube because yeah. that way people can just go back and listen to the live you know, the live stream of us recording and catch all the stupid jokes and stuff that we cut out. Yep. Can't really do that with Twitch. Though with a thousand members now, you know, just have all our members subscribe. So that is one just, of the things that we talked about. plug everyone's YouTube and Twitch account. <laughs> you have 1,000 yeah. subscribers. Oh my gosh. So for those of you, again, who are new to our community, since there are so many, um, if you do have a YouTube or Twitch account that you regularly stream on and you want the uh, the bot to put out a push in the Death Videos channel channel when you go live, just uh, direct message Soren42 on the Discord with your channel name and I'll be happy to uh, add you to the uh, that whenever you go live, clan gets notified. Additionally, uh, some people have asked me recently about doing a clan for their Twitch channels. So uh, that is something I'm working on. What do you mean a clan I, for their Twitch channels? A clan overlay. Um, oh. Something that over, you know, basically plays their video stream with like the clan logo. And when, they, when you click on the logo, it links, links people to, their, to our website. Right. So they yeah, can the, the clan. You've been having some audio issues there, so you broke oh, up a couple right. times. Gotcha. This is why you don't record on Wi-Fi, Soren. I record on Wi-Fi. Yeah, I know. <laughs> your audio is crap as well. I swear, I'm the only one with the professional setup. You guys need to get like, go an audio mixer. That's all. Maybe when, yourself when uh, November comes out, or no, comes around and Stadia comes out, then in the office, then I can play Destiny and do the podcast. For now, yeah, no. See, you need to go out, get yourself a four channel mixer with a legit professional quality microphone. What would I do with my 16 channel mixer that I have now? <laughs> well, why aren't you using that? Because it's in my office. <laughs> why aren't you in your office? Because my PlayStation's not in my office. Well, then why isn't your PlayStation in your office? Because it's on the 68 inch TV family. All right, yeah, I'm not going to argue that one. <laughs> I just turned my living room into the office. I've got my computer hooked up to our main TV with a PFL. Oh, fuck! <laughs> Sorry, and you picked a horrible place to die. I did. I drew them all in, and they blew up on me. Uh, sure anyway, yeah, I basically... Oh, no, wait, that was a good thing, because now I got infinite ammo. <laughs> Seriously, Alphonse, you got to get this thing. This is fucking amazing. I'm going to keep giving you shit for this. Everybody does. I don't. I did for a little while, but... Then it just well, you also did sad. on accident, too. Yeah. So, story time. A long time ago, when I was a much younger Guardian... In a galaxy far, AKA far away. A half season ago, when Oxygen was new, 
Um, grinding 40 Nightfalls. And Soren happens to get the catalyst and gets super excited. They're like, oh, hey, I finally got it too. It's like, what do you mean too? I, I still don't have it. Not knowing that I'm still looking for it. Eh, it's only been like four months. Yeah, I've been trying for so long. Dude, we still got like yeah, five years of Destiny left. You got plenty of time. Yeah, yeah but literally this the first only, encounter. Uh, you know, another year in it. <laughs> yeah, but then what do you know? First encounter after Opulence comes out. It gives me the Sturm. It gives me the Sturm. That's great. Have you uh, finished that one yet? I have. That was a terrible day. Yeah, I need to work on that. I mean, what I, I want to do is I need to. That the new one. I need to get track. Oh yeah, you were telling me about that. That. Uh, no, I need to go bug track again or uh, a couple others because we were all working on the catalyst for Rat King together. I don't even think I have that. Maybe I do. Yeah, I think track hates me because. Well, I've already told the story that he was with the he was the guy I first did my uh, my first uh, last wish with. In my very first oh, run, yeah. <laughs> I got a thousand voices right in front of him. Well, he's gotten it now since. So, yeah, but this was also like right. He was raging, raging. Well, that went on for months. I mean, you know. <laughs> I think I got it like was... a month before he finally got it. What was like the final number? Sixty-two for him. Something like that. I mean, it was a a very high number of there. runs. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't forget what happened to Friendly. Friendly had, what, 70-something uh, Tier 3 runs just to get one auto-rifle to complete a seal? Yeah. That's crazy. Did I... I did my three things. Don't tell me I just dismantled one of my powerful drops. I think I just dismantled my weekly powerful drop. Oof. I've uh... done that. I think we've all done that. Yeah, I think I just dismantled it because I've got nothing that's new. Shit. Jeez. Which is weird because all I dismantled were like 720s. I hope it just went to the Postmaster. I'm sure it did. You don't have DIM open? No. <laughs> I don't use DIM. Oh, okay. I don't know what's wrong with it. So when's Dupe supposed to be joining us? Uh, I'm nice he's not like, since, you know, we're coming we're up almost on... almost an hour and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's not surprising for Dupe. He did also join us one time. There was one episode where if you listen to the episode shit, which one was it? Um I think it was episode four or five, where he drops in and he talks for all of about thirty seconds and he says hi and like he gives one bit of comment on one topic and then he dropped it back out for some reason. And I just cut him out of the podcast entirely. I just cut his audio out and all references to him because it it made no sense. Yeah. So I feel kind of bad about that. But at the same time, it's like, dude, if you're only in here for 30 seconds, you're not going to be on the podcast. Also, I am at 48%. For uh, Lumino. Oh, excellent. Let's just keep going then. Because, you know, because like you said, if if Alphonse and I put our Luminas away, our Roses away, and uh, let you just run by yourself, you'd be getting 1% for each strike. It's crazy. Yeah, and we're also doing Alphonse's like, favorite activity. Oh, but I don't have to do the, uh, the uh, matching the elements anymore, so I get to actually play however the hell I want. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. but why would you not match the burn? I mean, oh no, I will. I'm still running. Yeah, I don't give out. a fuck. Um, it's weird. I got uh, we started actually. I guess after the nightfall, I got the emblem for completing every uh, every triumph in the strikes category. Huh. Well, hopefully, Warden of Nothing pops up, and I can try to get a. Uh... Crispy, and I'll have the same one as you. Um, but oh. I can't... I mean, it's not in my inventory. It's in my collections, but I can't pull it. It won't let me. Is your emblems full? No, well, it was. Right? So I deleted one. But So I got a question. Uh, yeah. I can break these crystals, and I just yes. have to do that for the last step. Right. If I do it so now, the... it's not retroactive, right? No, it's no. not. So basically, the last step is you have to break at least eight of those crystals and then beat Zol. All, yep. There's plenty. There's there's so many. Oh yeah, there's more than there's more than the eleven. Yeah. Oh my god, um, I'm at harmony five right now, and my super is just coming back so fast. Yep. This is awesome. I should be running shards right now because I would just have infinite super. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna run shards right now. But doesn't Rose feel so nice? Yeah, Rose is a phenomenal with all works uh, unlocked on it. And it's not even it's not bad without them. But with them, oh my god. I mean I, I get that people say better guns out there, you know, they have better stats and yada yada yada. It's like, yeah, but you know what? The only one that feels So the only perks are chambered compensator, accurate rounds, outlaw and power right? Yep, exactly. And yep. outlaw. Yep. But it's got such However, good stats to begin with. Um, when you pull it from collections, it will allow you to put a mod on it. Yep. Well, that's right. I need to do that. Any suggestions? Um, targeting uh, adjuster. Yeah, <laughs> I think I put like targeting or like radar on mine. Yeah. Um, or maybe extended max. Then you go up to like 13 shots. Yeah, I think targeting adjuster is more of my speed. That's just kind of just hand cannon. I am so disappointed in backup mags sometimes. Yes. There are just some weapons that you throw a backup mag on there and it's like, this it's is It's a waste. It. Yeah. Uh, SMGs. SMGs suffer at the worst. Yep. Well, I think it's because of the way that it it does the math. Where yeah, it's, like it's a percentage. 10%, yeah, it's a 10% inventory, inventory increase. Inventory stat increase. But it depends on, you know, the archetype of the weapon, just what inventory means. Like a rocket well, launcher, ten percent. Uh, you know, inventory stat does fuck all for magazine size, right? Because I know I put it on my Callus Mini Tool because I thought I was going to get a good benefit out of that. It literally gave me like only two rounds. I was like, what? Yeah, but then again, submachine gun, you're always better just putting on counterbalance, like yes. always. Oh yeah, but I was just curious to see how much it would give me because you put on something like Hammerhead, Hammerhead, you go from fifty three to seventy three. Or 51 to 73, something like that. So I was thinking, like, okay, you know, maybe we'll have another big jump like that. Nah. Not, not even in the slightest. And I was just so sad. I scrapped the weapon to save it. I'm like, cool, I'll just roll another one. Give me my mod yeah, back. That is an easy one to get, at least. The Callus Mini Tool. Isn't that, like, the very first of the uh, Menagerie weapons you can get, too? Because you only need two. Well, it's, yeah, I would say it's an early one you can get. Because it's either Beloved or... No. It, yeah, it is yeah. the Callus Mini Tool because it comes out at the same time as the first set of Warner Bounties, which were uh, get SMG kills. Yeah. 
and it's also it's two blue runes and well beloved is well you kind of have to because uh beloved is red runes which is the first rune upgrade and to yep. be able to put in a second rune for the two blue runes for callus mini tool you need the first upgrade as well but then again don't you have to get the first upgrade as part of the quest yep yeah so it kind of like gears you into it so beloved and callus mini tool you can get them both immediately essentially there's crystals in this room by the way oh fuck yeah <laughs> give me back my super oh fuck that crystal's all the way over there yeah there's a bunch like on the outside edge and stuff between the pillars of the things overhead oh fuck i'm gonna fall dying oh jesus christ you guys went through the door well so much for that alphonse did yeah <laughs> cool i just got summoned in that's okay i got my super I think my harmony's gone, though. This is going to be such a fun episode to listen to. It's going to be so much cutting. <laughs> I'm just going to leave it in. I don't give a shit. This, this is our uh, card episode. Yeah, this is our... Fuck it. We're just having fun with Destiny. We're doing a podcast. We're enjoying ourselves. You know, we're not doing the... Because last episode just felt so awkward. You know, I think it was because Highland wasn't used to speaking and Rob wasn't accustomed to us. There was a lot of like, it just felt awkward. Everybody waiting for their turn. Fuck that, this episode. Who cares? Three dudes who know each other, play well together, having fun, relaxing. The only thing we need is beer, but it's Sunday, so I can't drink. Yeah. I'll still try to have, uh... Oh, wait, no, yeah, there won't be another podcast by the time I return. When are you coming back? Uh, 10 July through 28, I will be... Off Destiny. Uh, oh, so you won't miss any of the tournaments. Oh, I won't. No. But I'm worried I about missing um, the the event though. The uh... registration. No, 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 no. Because I do Solstice everything on my phone. Heroes. Solstice. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Although uh, I think yeah. that will run through the end of the season, won't it? And moments of triumph. Moments of triumph begins. Yeah, Moments of Triumph will Tuesday. run through the rest of the season. Starts yeah. to yeah, in two days. Solstice though, isn't that like a month long event? A week long event? Yeah. Uh no, it's longer than a week. It was a it was a month oh, last you time. You completely cut out there for a couple. Yeah, it was a month last time. Yeah. It just sucks because I'm gone for most of that month month's time, so it's just like uh Yeah, I mean I did that last season. I mean, I wasn't gone. I just wasn't playing because, you know, it was at the end of, uh, what was that season? Uh, not Curse, Warmind. So I was, like, completely out of the game. Yeah, I did it same all in thing. the last week. I literally still have my green Warlock armor from the last time, which I wonder if you can wear that armor in, when they bring it back. That does um, make me wonder. I doubt it. but <laughs> I mean, you can wear it any time. It's 400. Yeah. Actually, no, Why you can infuse it up. Oh, no, the green armor. Okay, yeah, never mind. Yeah, exactly. I had the green. But, I mean, I, if, if it's a recurring event, I don't see why they wouldn't be like, hey, you didn't finish the armor set last season, so we'll do it again. And so you it's could a new that set one. this season. Yeah, it's when... in the uh, collection armor. Is it? Yeah. I wonder what it looks like. I wonder if I'll be able to finish my masterworks on my old armor, though. That would be cool. I would like to be able to. I think I only got two pieces of masterworked. Although I thought you could do those anyway. 
still. Can you? Yeah, like the masterwork things didn't require it be season or Solstice Heroes. Was it? It's not factions. Was it Endgame? No. Leveling. What new? The, the, the would be in the collections. In? Oh, no. it's under. Uh, open, I think. It's no. Rover, protocol. I'm still searching through right, real quick. I thought it would be in leveling. Factions. So you it's can't see factions? it yet. Yeah, you can see it listed there. The solstice. No, the old solstice. Oh, the old stuff. That. Oh, drained and renewed. Yeah, that's there too. Renewed, majestic, majestic, majestic. (laughs) Talking is hard. Defeat bosses. The glove. Achieve legend ranked in Valor Crucible rankings. Fuck that. Complete Leviathan on prestige. I still haven't done that. I still have the uh, shotgun. Complete strikes with at least one clanmate. Yeah. Nightfall prestige at or above the bonus threshold. That might be hard because there's no prestige anymore. Yeah. It's true. Although I think that it now just takes into account just regular Nightfall. Oh, sweet. I might be able to get that done. Why do I have so many shiny things? I hate (laughs) shiny things. Also, can I point out that I hate the new um new for item suits. indicator oh, for D2? Because yeah. <laughs> back in D1, it was a lot slower. It moved across the screen a lot slower. Yeah. Or across the icon. But that also meant that it was on screen a lot longer. This new one moves fast. So if you don't like catch it immediately, you don't know which one it is. Yep. And I hate that because I want to be able to go through and see like, okay, what are all the things that I need to, you know, dismantle real fast or on collections? What do I need to hover over for a second to get it to stop flashing at me? I wonder if that uh, emblem I got is actually an or or another. And that's why I can't pick it up. And then I got to figure out which one. I wonder one that I don't have that's a rare rank up. I just had a topic that I wanted to talk about, but I completely forgot because you were talking about your thing. Damn it. Oh, yeah, I just realized I don't know what the modifiers are. Iron and heavyweight. Heavyweight? Yeah, I said that. (laughs) Oh, did you? Heavyweight and iron. Yeah, when we started loading it. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. I was probably going through my... uh... I think when we first started the strikes thing, I was was looking at my triumphs or finishing up my bounties. So you really have three pages in your pursuits tab? Yeah, almost all the time. I don't turn in bounties if there's no value in it. Like if it's not going to get me something that I need, I don't turn them in. I sit on them till the following week. And as a result, generally, I come on Tuesday, just log in, turn in my bounties for my 20 bounties for Icor and whatever I need for my Opulence bounties, my callous bounties. I just died to a fucking goblin. Uh, yeah, I I don't experience that. Then again, I don't play nearly as much as you do, so I don't have the whole like. It doesn't give me anything. They always give me things. <laughs> it's always I mean, valuable to me. When your inventory is your max power characters, and you know, there's more value in 
waiting till next week with completed bounties to turn. Yeah, I think I'm sitting at like three bounties for Ikora, and it's literally the three gunsmith bounties that I just did. Didn't make the jump because oh, I did make it. There we go. Here's your scrub. Well, I got hit by the rockets halfway across. How? Uh, I actually know of a clan. In fact, my Bros Against Horse Girls clanmates joined another clan called the Future Scrub Cult. <laughs> Those guys are awesome. Yeah, well, I've seen a lot of clans out there recruiting. You know, now new clans. So, well, I mean, with so many new players anticipated to rejoin Destiny or start it once it goes free to play, gotta start. Uh, gotta start early. Yeah, I mean, at this point, our recruiting is almost self-sustaining. We have so many members that are inviting people that it's just. Yep. And are we're so high up in like the search results. Things like Destiny Clan. It's crazy to think that when I joined this clan, not even all that long ago, I thought it was huge at like 300 people and we literally broke a thousand in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, in, you know, in, in January, we had 120 members. That was only I was part of that. Six months ago. Holy crap. Yeah. I gotta give it to you, Soren. So. You know how to grow the fucking thing. <laughs> now, if only we could grow our podcast leaders or listenership. Well, I guess You're... that's next. <laughs> We're still barely breaking the double digits, aren't we? You know, the last, uh, the last couple of weeks we've gotten quite a bit. And what frustrates me is every time I have to make a podcast on SoundCloud, uploading one um i'm losing that stat basically but you can keep track on the website can't you yeah yeah from then on i can but i can't keep track of you know how people are listening on soundcloud SoundCloud. what about like also isn't um google play how far how much of the podcast do you have to listen to for it to register so i'm thinking what there's a difference in listening to the whole yeah, there's a there's a stat for start. There's a stat for and listens require. Um, I think it's something like you have to listen to at least sixty five percent. That's not bad for it to be counted as a full. So, and you know, I, I started doing the same thing on the um, for outside of the site. We're sending okay, traffic you're, to. You're breaking up a lot. You might want to oh, move I your phone. So. Well, no, yeah. I mean, like, you were actually, like, cutting in and out in the middle of words. Oh, okay. There we I go. I swear, you people and your recording habits. <laughs> um, I'm actually starting to track sending traffic from our website, too. So I wrote a tool that tracks uh, outgoing calls. So I know where we're sending it. I might be able to use that to track. But speaking of our website and coding. Um, is not just like going to join the podcast now? <laughs> no. Um, no, not just like it's an amazing person. But um, I don't think he's written any code for the clan. Uh, no, I, I was just making a joke. About oh, him. I know. I'm hopping on the episode. Um, we are sponsoring the development. I talked about this last time of uh, another application. 
uh, gambit statistics that uh, Theo Bassaw is writing. And he just released the beta version of that at dredgen.app, dredgen.net, either one. Um, and it lets you pull your gambit stats because there's not a good gambit stats website up, I noticed. There's lots of PvP stats and raid stats, but nobody's really doing gambits. We are hosting and supporting his development and you know in return um i'm also plugging it too so if he's <laughs> doing it he's not making any money off of it just like everything else we do you know we, we're not putting ads on this stuff Oops, i jumped too far um we're not putting ads on this stuff or making any money off it. we're not monetizing in any way and we're not going to so. Well, how it's like the whole iTunes thing. Like any podcast you listen to, they always say, "Hey, if you enjoy our podcast, you know, give us a like on iTunes and give us five stars. It really helps grow us." Fuck that! I'm not going to ask you to give us ratings. Yeah, if you, exactly. You know, go ahead and do it, but I'm not going to ask for it. Um. Yeah, we've actually had uh, some discussions about monetization recently, and we're just not. It's just not the way we want to take our community. Although that I mean, said. There is something we have talked about, and um, we are putting together a, a user survey. Um, and there will be some questions around this on there. Um, we had somebody approach us uh, to get uh, discounts on like gaming accessories and games uh, directly from gaming manufacturers uh, for our Oh, members. like where we'll have our, like, our own um, promo code or whatever? Yeah, basically. Yep, exactly. And that would go to offset like some hosting costs and things. Yeah, and I've mentioned it before, and I've had thoughts about like a Patreon for the podcast and decided not to do that just because it raises too many issues. Exactly. But if there was some way we could do like a third-party PayPal donation thing where people can pay you know, do donations and the money doesn't even go to us. It goes directly to like paying the server costs. Like literally it just goes straight to the server bill. That's I'd be okay with that. That's exactly what we were talking about. Doing like uh, an open collective style. So basically put out a, an open uh, accounting monthly of all what our expenses were, what money we took in and how that money was spent. Yeah, and that way we're being open with it. it. None of us see any of the money. It doesn't go That's into exactly. any of our pockets. There's no exactly. way to skim from it. It just it just pays for the stuff that we're paying out of pocket just to help ease the burden on us. But again, like you said, anything you do like that complicates the setup. So we, we're really hesitant to go down this road too quickly. So That's why it'll be on the, uh, the member survey when it comes out. And be, this member survey will be wholly anonymous. We're not even using uh, Google this time. So it's completely anonymous. I wonder if we'll ever get the point of doing charity streams. You know, we've, we've oh, talked yeah. about that too. So um, I'd like to be able to do that. Of course, there's I... always the question of what charities do we support. But that's really, you know, one of those things that if we have the ability to find some good causes that everybody can get behind and well, I mean, and there's always the go-to charities that are easy ones that I doubt many people would find. Yeah, things like with. St. Jude's and that's actually the one I was thinking of. Yeah, exactly. 
I think Alphonse and I would both be like heavily in favor of Wounded Warrior Project. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah, things like that. Just exactly. And so. honestly, I would love to do, because I've been watching, um, actually, SGDQ, the summer games done quick, mm-hmm. fucking hell, was done in a convention center that's only like 45 minutes away from my house. <laughs> but I found out about it after all the tickets had been uh, sold out. So I wasn't able to go, but I love uh, the whole. I love the speed running community. I love their speed running, that whole thing. Yep. Oh shit! My wife and I like started tearing up this last one with the AGDQ mm-hmm. when Bayleaf was doing the uh, speed run of um, Mario, Mario not Galaxy, the last Mario, and they broke like the three million record. <laughs> it it was fucking awesome. I would love. To to do find some way of can we do like a destiny speed run for charity uh we probably do something like make a new character and see how fast you get through like the red war and stuff like that see that was my thought as well but that's also kind of boring because you have to do level grinding at any point because the way to go fast is to skip the enemies but then you get level locked out on, on missions so then you have to do grinding and grinding is slow. So, and then there would be so much RNG because, like, the fastest way to level up would, is public events because it's like three public events for a level up. Mm-hmm. But that's RNG. And then you also have, also have load times. And then there's also the, like, what category would it be? Because what if you're running a solid state drive instead of a hard drive? So you're loading even faster. Right. Would, would that be a modified category? You know. Well, I know there's uh for some speedrunners, there uh the clock stops uh during load screens, uh and the time re so basically from the moment that uh the la- let's say it went zero and said launch, you would stop the time and then the moment uh it loads you into the world, you'd um start it again. Yeah, and there's like on PC there are overlays for that. Like if you watch like the Final Fantasy ten speedrun. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the total time was like 12 hours, but the actual game time was like nine hours. And that's because of the time. But how would you do that with destiny? You'd have to do it manually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I'd love to do it, but I don't think destiny is the kind of game that supports it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there, there is a vibrant speedrunning community in destiny, but generally it's just running strikes like, and, and things like that you know raids yeah. nightfalls yeah, it's individual activities right oh man if we could do a d1 raid speed run that'd be awesome i actually did that once just for shits and giggles where i just like picked up some randos who were all really good and we did all four of the raids in like two and a half hours hmm. yeah i mean i've done the the four raid thing where you you know back to back to back to back that was fun we didn't start out intending. <laughs> it's what we ended up doing. Well, my whole thing was just I, I went into it looking for like good people to run with. I was trying to build a new clan. This was after I, well, the uh, Girls Against Horse Girls and I weren't playing together anymore. And I'm like, I'm going to make a new clan. And it's going to be just, you know, really good players. <laughs> and it's going to have blackjack and hookers. In fact, get the clan. Um, that's why so you should never found... let me run a Solarian subset. <laughs> uh, that's what I ended up doing as I created that thing. Holy shit, I completely whiffed on that blade barrage trying to kill one <laughs> dude from across the map and I just splattered my 
knives all over a cliff. Um, fuck this guy. Teach that cliff a lesson. Don't you talk to me and my son ever again. But um, that's why I love the. Yeah, we game. just started running it, and we did uh, what was it? Uh, fucking the first one, the Vex one, Vault of Glass, in mm-hmm. like thirty-five minutes. I just said, well, should we just move on to the next one? And then we did Crota in like fifteen. I'm like fuck it, let's just go for it. We'll do all four. Let's do King's Fall, and then Wrath. Speaking of Axis, goes down fucking quick when you have six people that are running the uh, cluster bomb from uh, was it Future War Cult or Dark Future War? No, the the uh, cluster bomb from Future War Cult was even faster. Yeah, yeah, with tripod and yeah, yeah, it was with tripod and cluster bombs. Yeah, holy shit, we each fired like three shots and he was dead. You can't change my mind. Dead Orbit was the best. Aesthetically. Yeah, I had Aesthetically. one character in each. Yeah, that's how I, I only ever too. played one character in D1. That's why I want to have a throwback day of making new characters and trying out all the old shit. Yeah, I'm not deleting a character. But I would make a new account. Or use one I of my de- many, many, many. I have deleted, I think, like 12 characters. Every time I go to Time Wasted on Destiny, it shows me like, oh, you've deleted... You have 165 hours on deleted characters. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. <laughs> I have one Emotion deleted character. Attached. Yeah. It was my, my issue is... I have zero. <laughs> I always want to like test out the new classes and all that stuff. And then I'm like, oh, I want to create a you know, this race and this gender. And I want to try out this class. And, oh, my wife wants to actually watch me play the game now. Well, all my characters already finished the story. Time to make a new one. Okay, I got to grind all the way up. And or Oh, for me, it it was always the default. Like, without a doubt, XO male every time. Zero questions. (laughs) I've been playing the same human male that I first created, like, as my main, is a human male hunter with... uh, He's got the X facial tattoo that... uh, what is it? Aldrin has. Mm-hmm. Well, Aldrin's Which, is more of like a a person shape almost. I thought he has like the exact same X facials. Yeah, no, that. you can't get the same uh, uh. markings as any of the NPCs because you can't make well, your character look exactly like an NPC. That'd be kind of dope, though. You just <laughs> copy a character and be like, "I'm going to play the game as this character." I'm yes, gonna play as Queen Marasov. That'd actually be pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Did they ever talk about uh, Zavala's feelings with the whole Awoken since he is one? With everything going on in the Dreaming City, was that ever touched? He mentions it, but he doesn't ever go into much detail. It's kind of like he rejected that whole like... Yeah, because he's uh, that ain't Awoken. Me. That ain't me. <laughs> I don't know them. Well, it's just like if you play an Awoken um, in the Dream City campaign, or even in the weekly stuff when you see Petra and everything, you get different dialogue as an Awoken than you do on the other races. I, I never knew oh, that. Oh, they did. Hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. Like, I know that they change gender. Like, when you're playing story, they'll yep. refer to you as he or she. I didn't know that they actually change for, like, your race. Oh, there's way more than that. There are... Especially in the story missions, those are the, where the most changes. There are re- different dialogue options depending on what you've done in D1 accomplishments. Like well, yeah, I knew about that. Like, uh, when you start the story, if you play D1, you'll get called um, Young Wolf. 
Right. When you first pick up your weapon. And then there's also... And then there's also when you first fight the Taken, your ghost will already know it's the Taken. Whereas yep. if you didn't play D1, uh, Ikora has to tell you. Um, in Curse of Osiris, when you run into the Descendant of X, your ghost will... I haven't seen these since the Vault Last, if you beat the Oh, yeah. If now, what well, I do wonder, though... swallow in Trials D1, in that same mission, when you get to Brother Vance at the end... Oh is yeah, he, he'll say this is uh, a, this, a lot this, easier to get to than their last. One. Yeah, this lighthouse is a lot easier to get to than their last one. Yeah, I remember that. Now I do I, wonder though, um, will it not forward date or back date? So like, let's say I went back to D one right now on my warlock, who let's say didn't have some of those things complete, right? It's so not retroactive. I can already tell you because they said that they're gonna lock uh, your character achievements and stuff. Um, from the moment to, you first transfer them, yeah, from when you transferred them, yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say it, well, that was kind of a really cool feature, though, viewing your pre- past achievements and like seeing the people you used to play with when you completed those and stuff like that. I thought that was actually really neat. You can still see it, by the way. It's in the director. Yeah, yeah. I watch it every now and then. Yeah, it's on the character selection screen. Holy shit! Blade Barrage just fucks this guy up, and then I complete you with my grenade. Oh, he went immune. Lame. He does that. So. Well, good thing there's these crystals. Do we have anything else, or do we want to call it two hours? I don't know. Uh, is it two hours already? Yes. Oh, wow. I was enjoying just like talking Destiny. Oh, yeah, me too. No, I, I just, uh, I didn't want to, I just didn't want to ramble on. First. That's all. I mean, if you want to call it because you think it's getting a bit long. I'm not going to do a whole lot of editing to this one. That's why I figured we didn't want to just drag on with just conversation. Just drag on. Dragoon. Oh, Dragon. You would get that joke. Oh, no, you wouldn't because you haven't read that yet. Um, the original, the Japanese name for Dragon Guard that I told you about, it was uh, Dragon Dragoon. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. After last episode. Alphonse and I talked about Nier for like two hours. <laughs> oh, speaking of, we should start. We have to do that. So Alphonse mm-hmm. and I are going to do like a competition. We're going to do hard mode Nier, which is fucking hard. And I don't know. Are we going to race to the end or are we just going to see who can make it further in like two hours or something? I say let's see who can make it further. Uh, I'm definitely a lot more comfortable with the game than when I streamed it to you to enjoy um i'm significantly more comfortable in it now did you ever watch my stream where i just like completely shit all over the game Mm-hmm. yeah i enjoy that there's very few games that i'm actually like ridiculously good at and near is one of those games how are you coming percentage wise jail what on oh i thought you meant on near i'm like oh i 100 percent that like three fucking times no. let me check <laughs> i am 79%. So if okay. we want to call the episode here, we can probably do like two more strikes real fast. And um... Yeah, no, I'm keen to keep going I, on on the strikes. And if you want to keep recording, we can just keep recording. Sure, let's just keep recording. We've got like... We'll and then if you want to clip it, you can clip it. Yeah, and then I'll just... Uh, well, we'll go ahead and end the recording once I finish this step. You know. Okay, that works. We, we started the episode discussing Lumina. Well, technically we started the episode with 
plan updates. But we our first topic was Lumina. And uh, we'll go ahead and call it once I get Lumina. Well, you'll have get to do that, that strike we just did as well. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. Yeah. And actually, have you already done the uh, gambits? No. Oof. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Especially because, like I said, I still have to do that stupid moat banking. Yeah, I need to look and see what I still finish for my 21. I think I'm, I think all I need is some, yeah, it's 77% on boys and perennial. So I just need to finish that. I need to kill 28 more combatants in Nightfall and Nessus rocket launcher kills. And oh god, no, I was wrong. I need one more gambit win and seven percent more. Oh, oh, yeah, I need to, I need to find like a full team for that. Fuck that. Uh, let's see what else was there. Well, I found my emblem, it was the sub emblem. <laughs> oh, ornament, whatever you want to call it. Oh, congrats. I so you have to get a specific score threshold to get the sub emblems, right? Um, it's random. Oh well, it is. It, so it's a little bit of both, right? Um, you have to get a specific score to increase your chances of getting it. Every fifty thousand points, you gives you another chance to get uh, the um, sub emblem. So, but it okay. is still random. Yeah, because that nightfall we did today, we hit like what one hundred and fifty-six or something. Something like that. I got, and I got a sub emblem on that. I didn't. I was just looking. Fuck these guys. I yeah, swear to God. I'm just missing one now. So. Solar what do you guys burn. think it's going to... What do you think is going to be like the big deal with Shadowfall? Well, you know, they're bringing back all the old... That's going to be awesome. We already yeah. kind of have some of them. All of Cool is like everywhere. Not actual All of Cool, but like... Oh, yeah. Just giant knights. Giant knight who teleports around. I have no mm-hmm. idea what just killed me there. I was killed uh, by the architects. Architects. <laughs> yeah. Always the architects. Fuck. Damn architects. Hell. Thank you. Uh, I mean, I'm excited oh. to see Eris Morn. That was like my initial reaction was finally. Oh, yeah. if you go on Reddit right now, somebody met Eris Morn and had her do her, well, the voice actor for Eris Morn and had her do her Eris Morn voice saying the moon is haunted or the moon <laughs> moon's haunted. It was pretty fucking uh, awesome. They didn't oh. go with the classic meme like how they did to uh, the the guy that plays Peter Dinklage, um, <laughs> uh, Snake. Yeah. Um. Well, I think the uh, David Hater—that's his name. He's known for playing yep. Snake, which actually is a uh, kind of sad because he actually wrote X Men, the first X, first and second X Men movies. He was the screenwriter. Hmm. Um, I know Guardian Con's going on right now, so that's cool. I always forget that that's a thing. Like, I always like debate, like maybe one of these times I should like go travel and go to it sometime. Well, I even have family there, so I'm talking next. Is it uh, the same location every time? Tampa. Yep. Oh, I think I only know one person in Florida, and they don't live in that part of Florida. They live in the swamp of Florida. I don't want to go there. And Florida's expensive. Like to get a hotel and like. Oh well, yeah, because there's no there. state income tax or anything. That's how they make all their money: tourism. 
and it's hot and it's fucking humid and it's miserable. Yeah, like, yeah but there's always a sea breeze. That's nice. Yeah. I've literally been to Florida once in my life. It's humid and it smells like salt and fish. Great. I've been having these fantasies occasionally where we get big enough that we can do a Guardian Con Soul Notes podcast live recording panel. (laughs) It probably wouldn't be that hard to get set up. If it's anything like other conventions where you have to like register hella far in advance. Yeah, um, and we can certainly do that. You know, you register yeah, but... far in advance, you get a booth set up and stuff like that. Like the whole We can no, at least I'm set talking... up a community booth. Yeah, I'm not talking a community booth. I'm talking like we get one of like the stages where they do the uh the stuff and like we walk out and people cheer for us and Oh, that like that thing. big. Yeah, like an actual like fucking when the Rooster Teeth record their podcast episodes in their uh their conventions. That'd be fucking cool. Well, that's what we just ought to do with House Solarian Con. <laughs> Soul Con. Yep. Ah, uh, yeah, but then you're talking like, holy shit, you think monetizing for like Patreon's complicated. I know, I know. <laughs> well, it's not complicated, it's just... It, it complicates things, that's all. It, it complicates relationships between people is what it does. That too, but it also limits like you know right now one of the reasons we can post relatively freely on like reddit and on 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 the destiny sub not well you broke up there yeah it's the destiny yeah yeah the destiny the game subreddit in fact uh we're okay even though we advertise our clan we're still okay to podcast to uh post our podcast on there as long as it's not monetized oh fuck i just got crushed and what's been <laughs> happening is one of the community members has been doing it anyway recently. So it's not an admin. It's not someone from the podcast team. So it's not technically oh. self-promotion. Shit, I wish I'd known that because then I'd be dropping in. In fact, the main reason why I wanted to be the person uh, posting them in the first place is because like, as the host, I can answer, you know, interact with people, answer questions, all that stuff. Yes. But then oh. it is self-promotion. Which I know Destiny of the Game subreddit doesn't care about as much, but there are still Reddit rules about self-promotion. Right. That well, any specific subreddit just Is it still self-promotion if they post it and then notify me later so I can go in there and like answer questions? Or hell, I'll just have them ping me on Reddit. Yeah. I mean, I just search. I mean, I, I, I check regularly across most platforms. Uh, for the term Solarian. Yeah, but you're also like smart and shit. I'm an idiot. That's I mean, you'd I be surprised Boston. how many people talk about their Facebook groups and stuff. And how much recruiting our members do through things like that. I honestly wouldn't actually. <laughs> this clan's <laughs> like, I'm not surprised by anything this fucking clan does anymore. I just wish Bungie would give us the ability to be a clan. Just like one huge massive clan like we used to. What the hell happened, Alphonse? I'm still here. Well, you're just standing there. Oh saying. god, I'm, I'm floating. Real quick. Have you guys ever noticed that if you just if you run and then you stop moving, your camera viewpoint like 
moves upwards. It's not pan, but like lifts a little bit. Pitches? Yaws? No, it's not pitch or yaw. Oh, God, what's it called? Dolly roll. is moving. No, <laughs> roll is left to right. It's vertical. It's on the y-axis. Dolly, roll is left to right. Yaw so is... Pitch. No, pitch is... Uh, it's pivoting up and down, but it's not pivoting. It's lifting. Oh, okay. So it is actually panning. No, because panning is... Uh, oh, left to is right. Left to right. It's... Or strafing. <laughs> yeah, strafing... Strafing is sliding left to right while maintaining the same XY position. Moving No. It's... Sliding on the X, but not rotating along the Y axis. This is where it's maintaining the X and Y axis, but it's shifting upwards along the Z axis. If that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I don't have that happen. I don't know what you're talking about. So. I, I'm I pretty sure you do. Like, just go, go run up to a rock and then just, like, don't touch anything. And you'll see, you're going to, it's like your character grows three inches. I mean, obviously, you don't want to do it right now. But if you just, like, sprint up to a wall and stop, you'll see it. It's most noticeable on, like, a staircase. Because if you stand there for a second, you can, like, peek over the staircase. Okay, I see what you're talking about. Yeah, it's oh. because you're crouching when you're running. And then you pop yeah, up it, and stand upright. You can also just, like, walk up to it. Yeah, because you're, you know, bouncing when you run or walk. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so obsessed with this thing, but it's like every time it happens, it just catches me off guard. It's like the steps oh, shit, in the uh, Destiny 1 tower. <laughs> it's like the what? The steps in the Destiny 1 tower that weren't level. Once you saw it, you could never unsee it. That they weren't level. That was the thing? Yeah. Mm -hmm. There were steps that were just angled. Weirdly. Oh. Fuck, I'm going to have to go back and play Destiny 1 now to see that. <laughs> Oh, get fucked. God damn, we just destroyed that dude. Yep. Arc heavy. Oh, I should pull out my uh my arc linear fusion. Hey, Imperials dope. Not what I want, but thank you. <laughs> I should probably pop one of those. Oh, that doesn't work on strikes though, does it? It does. It does. The wealth of the Emperor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's only a chance, of course. Yeah. But, oh. but I mean, the effect stays active until you get a set of Imperials, at least. Right. Exactly. Oh, sweet. And I also got a uh, Prey Mangram. I only need to decrypt one more for my quest. My, uh, my Yeah, I was so mad. I was dumb. Um, and I had, like, primes, but I didn't pick up the quest yet. So then I was like, oh. Shit. I did that with my bounties uh, last week when it was Vanguard bounties. I entirely forgot that that was a potentially a thing. And I turned in all my Vanguard bounty for the Ikora things and then went and picked up my Werner ones and realized you, what an idiot I was. Do you guys just not go for the head when you're shooting dudes? Um, I'm using nothing but grenade launchers. So headshots are impossible. And I'm, and I'm relying heavily on my uh, fusion rifle. Okay. Yeah, because like, Every strike now, and this is like, what, seven strikes in a row? You guys have had, like, no precision kills. Yeah, I'm working on my, uh, what's the pinnacle weapon called? Wendigo? That's it. Wendigo. So remember so, when we... 
Oh, go ahead. I still need a bunch of kills. I still need like 150 regular kills, a bunch of double kills. So you're going to be at it for a while. Yeah. Uh, remember when we talked about uh, Prime Attunement a while back? Yep. Well, I've picked up three Prime Engrams today. I still have Prime Attunement. So I'm it, pretty sure it does stack daily. Did you not see what uh, Osmium posted in announcements about that? He explained how the whole... No. I yeah, like, as, as a reaction to our discussion on that podcast, he asked if no. I would give him post-authority to announcement so he could explain how they worked i'm guessing it's exactly like how i thought where it stacks daily here we go okay so prime attunement how it works and what happens on tuesday this right this is when the new season was coming up let's see soren 42 has asked me to explain what i can about the prime attunement how the prime attunement buff works overall and how it will work at reset when season opulence starts i will try to be as comprehensive and detailed as i can but certain details are not shared and i will not answer any questions but what I say below, FYI, players are given, okay, here are the, the bullet points. Players are given the Prime Attune buff when they hit level 50 and visit Master Rahul for the first time. While a player has this buff, they have a significantly increased chance of having a Prime Engram drop on killing a boss or mini in PvE or Gambit or for completing PvP matches. Prime Engrams can be redeemed for a powerful gear reward with the highest possible power. When a player collects the Prime Engram, the Prime Attunement buff is lost for a random period of time. While a player does not have the Prime Engrams can still drop, but at a significantly reduced rate. After a certain amount of time, the Prime Attunement buff will return. The amount of time does have an R in it, but it is a time range influenced by several factors which include how many Prime Engrams a player has recently received and how far below the power the player's max power currently is. And then, of course, on release, when Season of Opulence comes out, at reset, every player will receive a fresh time Prime Tomb, regardless of when they last received their last Prime Engram or what their max power level is. Additionally, when the first Prime Human buff is removed due to receiving a Prime Engram, be immediately replaced 24 hours. See, I, I assumed it worked completely differently. I thought it went by what you killed. So you can only get it when you kill a So then why is it that I my buff has never gone away ever as far as I can tell? Like, does it just stay on screen but the buff itself the effects of it go away or is it, like, does it actually supposed to go away on your screen and I'm mine's just bugged for some reason? No, um, no. Yeah, that random amount of time can be like nothing. So then, but how has it been nothing for literally months? Like since they in, when they first introduced it, the whole Prime system back in Forsaken, I have never, ever not had the Prime Attunement buff. Every time I've gone to my inventory, it's been there. Next time you get a Prime Engram, you need to go right away. I I literally just say because I just picked one up not that long ago, like. Uh, during the last strike, and when we got to the boss, killed it, and I went in to uh, go dismantle my stuff. When I brought it up, I still had the buff. Hmm. And that's my third engram today. Like, while playing with you guys. Hmm. Yeah, because I thought the system went by, like, what you killed, where it was, like, factoring what you killed, how much you killed, and stuff like that. That's how I knew it to be. 
Well, Oz does say yeah, there are other factors impacting when it comes back that wasn't permitted to disclose. So, yeah, like so that how may often be the do case. you how often do you guys get prime engrams? Because I'm usually getting like for each four hour play session, I get anywhere from two to five engrams. Oh, it's very rare for me to get a prime engram. Oh yeah, I'm I get like fucking multiples of them. It's it's one of my uh my methods for gaining uh power. Is a lot of the time I don't even do like the um, well, we talked about this on the weekly habit, yeah. Um, I don't, I forego a lot of my uh, the weekly power upgrade stuff because I just rely on prime mangrams because I know I'm gonna get like four of them by the time I'm done playing. Not to cut you off, but did anyone else see that fallen dude literally just walk off? The just edge? jump off, yeah, the fucking dragon. <laughs> okay, he's <laughs> fucking living. <laughs> Okay, I'm making Actually, sure it wasn't just me. Pissed me off because I was lining up a headshot and then he just dropped. I'm like, God damn yeah, it. Yeah, he just, boop. Yeah, I was going for a double kill with the grenade launcher. Oh, that reminds me, I should be using Risk Runner so I can get the catalyst going. Well, you haven't unlocked it yet, either. No. I literally, I, I got the catalyst and then I put it on the gun and then I dismantled the gun and... Didn't pull it from collection until today. Oh, wait till you finish leveling it up. I mean, it really turns it into an auto rifle. Yeah, I know. I I keep saying stuff about it just to piss off Alphonse, but it's literally just a risk runner for me right now. Yeah, well, and it makes orbs. That's a nice thing. Yeah, like, I've seen the footage of it. It's... I. Are your grenades point impact, or can you control when they explode? I can control when they explode. I'm using um, fighting line. Okay, because I've, I've seen some weird like um, hitbox registration where sometimes someone else's grenade uh, making contact can set them off. Yes. So I thought maybe my scatter grenade like hit your grenade and just blocked you. Yeah, I, I, it's one of the many reasons I like grenade launchers. You guys took the long way. Well, I'm trying to get kills. But anyways, yeah, going back to the, my point from long fucking time ago. Yeah, it was it's literally I just completely rely on prime engrams because for me, it's not a rarity at all. I get. Well, not tons of them, but, you know, multiples. Yeah, I get more prime engram, more prime engrams than I do uh, clan rewards. I wish I would stop getting dupe exotics. That's one thing I haven't gotten. I, I'm only missing one now, so. I'm missing one on my hunter, and it's Kepra's Sting. That's what I'm missing as well. I Actually, you know yeah, what? I'm I've missing had... the Astro first, too. The thing, well, yeah, I'm just talking about my hunter. Um, but yeah, like, oh yeah, no, I also, I'm also missing that one on my Warlock, too. Um, I've had like three or four exotic drops. I had one day where I got two, like, rapidly in the same day. I was like, this is weird. But yeah, like, my last, like, three exotics have all been... Duplicates. I got like shards, radium flux, raspberry. Um, and it's like, why? <laughs> I'm eligible for Kepras. Give it to me. Yeah, that's one thing is like you get the fade in engram, and it's supposed to give you a weapon you don't or a an exotic you don't have yet. And every time I would get a dupe of a weapon I already have. You talking about the one from Sir? Yeah. The isochronal engram? Yeah, there you go. I thought um, it the, um, the, the thing is, right, it only guarantees you 
a dupe if you, I mean, an, uh, something new if you don't have it on this character. Yeah, but that was the thing is I kept wanting to get Shards of Galanor because I Shards of Galanor isn't in those engrams. Oh. I thought it was added to the pool already. Only things up to the release of Forsaken since. Did shards not drop with Forsaken? I thought they came out with. Um, they came out with Forsaken. Black Armory. Shards weren't a Black Armory, were they? I thought they were. Well, no, I'm pretty sure they were Forsaken. Armory. No. All yeah, right. I'm pretty well, sure they maybe were it's Forsaken in there. Armor drop. Yeah, because I did eventually get them from him from a faded engram, isochronal engram, whatever. Yeah. Eventually, it's just I. It was literally for like all of Forsaken. I kept pulling from him, and I kept getting dupes hmm. and then eventually like a month ago i went to him and finally got it actually i think i just bought it from him well during forsaken he wasn't giving forsaken armor it wasn't until um a few weeks wild ago. or uh, yeah season of opulence right season of opulence that he started offering uh, oh dear god from forsaken so yeah you keep saying that uh the fucking catalyst turns this thing into an auto rifle, but the recoil on it's so bad that I don't care if the range is maxed out because I can't hit shit. I, I, I tell I, you, it is much. Yeah, well, like when, when the catalyst is active, it, it also will take care of that as well. Yeah, you'll get the bonus aim assist. Well, like we had the discussion with uh, Ace of Spades, but it's still like. Ugh. It Give it time. be good. So yeah, uh, listeners, if you'd like to hear us do a D&D podcast, send a message to Soren <laughs> and get him to actually get into it. Everyone just go and private message Soren to tell him D&D happened. To DM our podcast. Yeah. I'm sure he can't say no to over a thousand requests. <laughs> yeah, because Alphonse a thousand and I... lists. You know, hey, I would be really impressed. Because Alphonse and I have been talking about it for like ages. For a while now, actually. Well, no, we've been talking about it since the last episode, but I've been thinking about it for ages. So I guess it doesn't really matter if you're on Wi-Fi. You cut out anyway. I cut out for you. Because I don't... Uh, when I actually go in and I do the editing... Alphonse, like, all getting any of that? What's up? Were you getting any of that? I miss a little bit, but okay, what, not like a significant out? amount. Not like enough to like mess up understanding what he said. Oh, all right. So maybe it was me then, and not hearing yeah. it. <laughs> Some ears trying to blame me for ears. Wi-Fi issues. <laughs> but yeah, we actually started talking about it back in like the um after we did the last episode where we had Rob on. Shit, we actually talked about D and D for a couple hours after that. See, that was really I how, bad. <laughs> I wonder how close I am to these fusion rifle kills. I gotta be getting close. Hey, check. my percentage There's is done. Bounty. Oh, I will. I'm just, I couldn't, I lost a, my mental tab of it. it. Can you guys hear me? Am I yes. gone? Now I can hear you. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, um, I was trying to talk about how we started talking about it with the last episode where we had Rob on. And also, I finished that quest step. Oh, good. Okay. Which means now we have to do... That Gambit. one quest. Oh, Gambit. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 
Defeat Ugh. Guardians with hand cannons as a team. Generate orbs of light for fellow Guardians. And defeat invaders in Gambit before they have killed any of your teammates. Yeah, that, that one you have to do yourself. When someone invades, go right for them. And put something good on. Well, from what I've heard is that on Reddit, I've been seeing is that a lot of people playing Gambit, like an invader will come in and then they'll just like start emoting. Stand there. Yeah, did I, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm hoping I'll get good luck and that'll happen to me. But honestly, knowing my luck in PvP events, I'm going to go you in. get the sweats. Get, yeah, I'm going to get the fucking sweats. I'm going to go in. I'm going to do the invasion and like I'm going to get a team together and I'm going to let them know, hey, I'm going to invade and, you know, emote so that they can shoot me and they recognize me. And then when they invade, let me get the kill. And then I'm going to invade. They're going to kill me, teabag me, invade us, and then just completely wipe our team. Yeah, I mean, I know people are struggling who don't play Gambit regularly to get that step done. So it's like, why wouldn't I just invade and let them kill me? You know? So how many times do you have to do it? Because it says invasion denied. Okay, so it's just, <laughs> just one invasion. Once. Yep. But it's within the first 10 seconds, and he cannot do any damage. Uh... To a, another person, and if they're dead when he spawns in, it won't count either. That's really restrictive. Holy shit. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's why everyone was emoting for it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode. It was a long one, and we just kind of shot the shit. Um, hopefully, you guys enjoyed it. This kind of like less structured thing. This is kind of what I always wanted to do when we first you know, started. The I can't hear anything. You... Oh, God. Is it bad? Why is it so bad? I switched to my laptop, though. Oh, I can hear you now. Yeah. Well, that's better. Was it your phone? It may have just been your phone. I guess we'll see when I go to do my uh, my editing, if it was that bad. The only downside, of course, is now I'm on a speaker system, so. Yeah, but that's okay, because I was about I was doing our outro anyway, so you're going to be there. Oh, for were me. you? Okay, good. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, oh. Yeah, I was trying to do the. Well, you said that you couldn't hear me anymore, and I just wanted to make sure that you know, the outro isn't just completely fucked. Yeah, and now and now you sound fine. So, go for yeah, it. I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's your phone. Um. Anyways, yeah. Thanks for listening to that episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. It was definitely one of our less structured episodes. It's gonna be one of our least edited episodes. So, just kind of shooting the shit, having fun. Enjoying Bungie Day. Um, if you guys have oh, any comments. Okay. If you guys have any comments or concerns or want to give some feedback on the episode, go ahead and message me on our Discord. I am just geo42. Uh, you can just ping me. Um, that's about it. You guys have anything you want to say? Any closing remarks? No, thank you for hosting again. Oh, I love that you unmuted yourself and immediately there was a ding. Well, I think that was the unmute ding. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and assume that was your uh, powering up ding. No, it was the unmute ding. <laughs> yeah, Soren's trying to cover for the fact that he's actually a robot. <laughs> Alphonse, you got anything? Uh, other than I got memed on and I'm in- incredibly fucking upset right now, no. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you next episode.